Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I'm your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, uh, peak much there, buddy? <laughs> and John. So loud. Hello, Weekly Games Chat fans. How are you guys and gals doing? Fans? What's, what's cool People about- People who are listening. <laughs> They're always listening. <laughs> I like to think this. Um, so, John, you went to Tybee Island. I did. You slacked off. We carried things while you were gone. Don't do this to John. You know that he doesn't know we're kidding. Look. And he gets that look. He was over, he was on the beach. I built a building. A whole entire building for him. Tell me more. On my back. Tell me more. What building? It's called expectations and delivering (laughs) them. I don't know what that means, but it makes me chuckle. He built a chuckle. <laughs> I don't know what to go on here. You know what I actually built for you? Chris is drinking. Chris is drinking. You Chris is drinking. You can't prove any of that. <laughs> so, fun fact. Uh, Chris claims he's from a place called... Uh, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, he claims he loves the crab cake. Says there's nothing like a, a Maryland area crab cake. It's just... A little different. Have you ever had like a... Okay. Yes. Have oh. you had blue crab? No. No? No. Have you? Oh, that's right. You don't eat fish at all. Have you, John? Mm-hmm. But I have eat you sushi. Ever, okay. Have you ever had <laughs> jumbo lump crab cake? Mm-hmm. Imagine a whole entire crab cake that's just made up of that. Like only jumbo lump. Nothing else. None of the little <laughs> tiny side I love crab that you parts. said jumbo lump. It is a gift of the gods. I just, I, I just told you I've had jumbo lump crab cake. Okay, imagine I, you just I'm trying. Like no, no, I no. Said no. Yeah. I'm trying to say to you, okay, you've had that, but have you had an entire crab cake oh that is God, only John. made of that? This is a train That's wreck. What I'm to say. If you were from, if you were from the <laughs> smallest hick town in the state of Georgia, True. you would be so arrogant about it. I would because he's, he's saying you're from Maryland. I'm from I am, Maryland I by way of England. <laughs> I am that way. He is. Those when are facts, crabs. <laughs> but when it comes to crabs, he knows his stuff. Yes, it's just it. But today, Sean have, and I, yeah, are from nowhere. I know. Hey, hey, I know. We love it's okay. us. <laughs> but yeah. today was the day where his dad. It's an annual thing. Yeah, it's good becoming old, an annual. Gold, thing. Good old senior. He, he's got somebody that hooks up Maryland crab cakes from Maryland. There's a website you can go to now. Boo. So, Lexington Market, which is probably the most well-known thing in downtown Baltimore. So it's not, the, wait, 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 wait. The, the Lexington Market's not in Kentucky? No. <laughs> so no. from the time it's, from the time it's caught to the time it enters your body, how old is the crab meat? I would say maybe about one or two days at most. One or two days. That's yeah, nice. Like, from what I hear, like pretty much you they catch it. You definitely got to pay for that. Yeah, oh yeah. It, yeah. It's not cheap, but like they that catch it, it, it goes to Lexington Market in Baltimore. They make the crab cake, they freeze it, they put it in the bag, and it what they gets freeze it? Off. Yeah, like it's shipped overnight. They you. freeze it? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you gonna pay for that? You don't know frozen. Well, crab the next year, you know what? Next year, you it, come down, John. You're ruining my story about it being an annual thing that Dad. Good old pop does for Chris, and today happens to be the day it occurs at a brewery, and Chris is drunk. See, now I had to say it like that, John. Gordon Ramsay would not eat that trash. <laughs> he would, no, he because would it's not. from Lexington. Is this frozen? 
It's not fresh. That's the worst coat Gordon Ramsay ever, but I love it. Are you trying to yeah, kill like, me? It, it's terrible. It's like Assassin's Creed. What, meets- what, what is he, crikey? Is he freaking from Australia now? Are is you that- a monkey doing an uh, Oh my Well, that's how you sound. Drunk Chris is amazing. I'm not liking it. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Anyways. So, yeah, that happened. Uh, John just arrived from a beach. And we're recording at uh, 8.30 yeah, on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. You possibly could hear this at midnight-ish on a Wednesday. And this isn't because they were waiting on me. No, this was cool. No, for once. You you weren't supposed once. to be here. Oh, wait. Let's just be I honest. Know. Today was going to be a day that Chris and I were going to record without you. And but but Because you were out. But when he said 8 o'clock, I went, Oh, now I'm, I gotta go. I'm a douche if I don't show you up. You weren't. I, cause there was part of me that didn't want to tell you. I'd be like, cause just, it, just first don't of all, tell him. He won't show up. Look, be being, fine. being on a road trip and coming back from where you, it's, it's a what, five, six hour drive? Yeah. Well, four. four yeah, and, and you get home and you're just like, I don't want to go do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You I would have understood. Uh, but I realized in the middle of last night that I had a gig today. You ever, on a, you ever missed a gig because of that? On a, no. No, oh, on Tuesday? no, I knew the, I knew I had the gig and for some reason my dumb brain didn't go, Hey, that's on a Tuesday and on that's the Tuesday. day you record your stupid podcast. Because so, you could have switched and just said, Hey, let's do this Monday. Yeah, if I would have, I, I would I think it. it's because you don't care about us. Uh, it's, it could be, <laughs> <laughs> but everything, look yeah. guys, Hey, despite, despite Tavi Island road trips, despite DJs and despite uh, dad's annual get Chris drunk and eat crab cakes fest. Beer we are here. We are here for the people and we're going to talk about Be- things before we talk about things. So, <laughs> and before I was in any way drunk, um, Spider-Man, it's coming, right? Oh yeah. It's coming very soon. Right? Sean, <laughs> it's coming like two weeks from this Friday. What? Yeah. No. Hard to believe. Yeah. No. Two weeks no. from this Friday. No. And even in the harder part, John, John, three weeks from this Friday is Tomb Raider. Mm. That just blow your mind. <laughs> Drunk Chris rules. Right? But, but. Give me a beer. <laughs> I can get you a beer. Uh, but. You've said that twice yeah. and nothing is after you. know what? Stop, in the fridge. Go stop grab the show. One, grab me Be one. a man and go get two <laughs> beers right now, Chris. Or the show. Do it. Um, before, look, you don't even have look to stop hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. No, before you I do that, I'm going to leave you with something. You're going to leave so, me with so, <laughs> so, so hold on. Anyone who knows me, I love Spider-Man, but I've been building this up and I've been messaging both of you at work. I'm like, yeah, there's only one way I can play this game. Yeah. And the only way I can play this, I finally captured in video form over the weekend because I took two seconds to put two things together. <laughs> Uh, so while I go and get these, sets. yeah, while I go get these two guys a uh, beer, I don't know if they'll hear this on the recording. I but, uh, seconds to put this together. <laughs> <laughs> they may not hear this on the recording, but I will gladly play for my co-host because I think it's important because they it need is. to understand this is literally the way I am playing this game. Okay, let's do it. I'm putting this in the background. Hey, intro McGee. And let's I'm just do gonna, it. Like, okay. <laughs> Oh, that is outstanding. <laughs> oh, this is outstanding. Uh, John, do you, do you recognize that song? Yes, it was the, uh, it was from the original movie yeah. soundtrack. Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Was it just Chad Kroger? Chris, was it just Chad Kroger of Nickelback? 
It's Chad Kroger. I can't remember who the other guy is. There's some other guy with Chad, Co- Chad Kroger from the original Spider-Man. And this video has Spotty doing things back and forth, throwing webs. and we'll, oh, We are cracking open beers. This is See a, this combat? This is amazing. It looks amazing, but, doesn't it? Dude, we, this song has to be on the whole time I play. Exactly. That was my point. I was like, I can't play Spider-Man and not hear this song hold because up, hold, up, hold up, guys. I love like for instance, you I ever feel smelled this. What beer? Smell it. For the record. Yeah, it smells it smells, it smells terrible. Like a fart. No, it doesn't. If you're smart, smell like uh what are we drinking, Chris? Pets. Oh, good old PBR. American PBR. <laughs> yes, son. For the record, uh when I played Batman <sighs> Whatever it be, uh, look Arkham, uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, didn't matter what it was. Arkham Knight. What did you play? I had to play, uh, Kiss from a Rose why consistently in the background. Why are you, why are you hollering? I did. <laughs> had to be done. Jeff, why Danny Elfman. Elfman. Just play Danny Elfman. You'll be fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had to play yeah, Seals, hey. a Kiss from a Rose. Hey, hey. take this. <laughs> yeah. He does not need it. <laughs> this is not, uh oh. Oh no. This is definitely, this is so uncharacteristic of Chris. We're going to get into a fight on the podcast. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. This is going to be the greatest show ever. At 6 p.m. tonight, I said, I wonder if I do this, what will happen? Yeah. And I just went with it. Yeah. Just, hey, sometimes you just got to go with it. Just see where it goes. I don't know why people think this is bad beer. PBR? It's PBR is my official Look, when you, cheap beer. It's a, it's a good cheap beer, but when you start becoming a, and, you can, I'm gonna use Chris's word. You can attest to this, Chris. He just pumped his fist. When, when you start drinking like craft beer, sure, you, your palate gets a little different, and you kind of want different things on that beer. But I mean, it's America, John. PBR to America. Hold up, we got to get a picture of this for the show. Okay, they're watching us. <laughs> for, hey guys, for the show, America, because America. Hey, the lights are messing up my phone. That's fine. It's, it's probably fine, right? I got it. We're good. That'll be on Twitter later, guys. <laughs> All right. Let me stop this wonderful video. I mean, I I mean like, but look how I, great this matches up. I thought you were going to say train wreck, so. <laughs> no. Look at this. Look at this. John, you drove over here after a Tybee Island road trip visit back for this. Yep. <laughs> we like you, to have quality. Did you, did you eat alone? Because yeah, old school listeners of the Sorry. show, they understand, uh, they may know that we, we most of the time eat after the show together. We bring up what we're going to eat, yada, yada, yada. We break bread. We do together. And you had to by yourself today. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've got cake in the car. Hey, bud. I just, I don't know why that happened. I went it, to. John, it's uh, cake. I went to Chipotle Don't let it melt. Bring it in here. Huh? Oh, no. I thought about you. Did you? I did. Oh, no. Were you touching me? I am now. Hey. Okay. Speaking of food, I've got to plug this particular item from a particular place. It's called Ooey Gooey. It's called, uh, they're donuts with sugar sprinkles, they're little donut balls, and, yeah. and, and caramel in them. Mm. Where? Uh, they're at a pizza chain. I'll let you go find them. Oh. Yes. They are amazing. You put it in your mouth, right? Do you? You put the ball in your mouth, and an explosion of caramel happens. In your mouthpiece. <laughs> is this John a Papa? It possibly is. Yeah, we had that for lunch today. You said you had uh, Chipotle. I did. Yeah, there was a whole thing. It was a very, uh, it was a very long day for me. 
There's a reason I'm the way I am right now. It's not because of this. <laughs> There's a reason why I am this the way is, I am. This was needed and had to be done. It really, really did. It really did have to be done. You got AIDS. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, that said, it is kind of getting late and usually we go later as far as breaking into the topic. We're good. We, you think you're ready? I'm ready. How many? Oh, we're only, we're only. We're 12 yeah, minutes in. We're only 12 minutes in. I know. No, like, what is no, this? We gotta, what is this? We, 2016 right I can last more than 12 you, minutes. We, we got to. I bet you we can. Gotta keep, dude, hey, I got to see Christopher Robin. Did oh, you? Yeah. I, see? Was it good? It was out. It was yeah, so, so good. Christopher Robin is much more important than my vacation. Fun fact. <laughs> Nickname when I was a kid. Seriously. What, what did, my uh, what my mother do? my mother's name is Robin. My uh, father's name is Christopher. So what? Whenever... His parents were referring to me. They would call me Christopher Robin because it was, you know, the two. Sounds like you're really proud of that. No, I'm not. More so than. I'm not. I'm not because it, more so it comes back to lump crab cakes. Damn, more proud. Of Check it out, though. Definitely an adult movie. I've heard the first, like, ten minutes is. Meaning an like, adult Pound the heart, bro. It's. I've heard the rest movie is like you know, this. You know how but, some people, they grow up and uh you kind of forget being a kid this really hits a home run on that whole thing and about man hmm. don't don't man back to the days Ooh. of christopher robin what are you doing <laughs> chris i've been mean to watch that ramble chris <laughs> there's that other christopher robin movie um no there's it's not. on hbo there's another came out a couple of years ago it's got the dude that was like killing people in star wars <laughs> He's all like got the wait. Death Star thing. Wait, so they, in the new one, in the new Death Star. Wait, wait, listen. Goodbye, to Christopher Robin. That's what it's called. In the, the last two Christopher Robin or, movies, or I'm really Fair scared one. of Chris tonight. No, I it's like it's just, a real thing. Listen to me. I'm not the last two Star or Christopher Robin movies have had Star Wars characters in them. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's accurate. Old Owen McGregor. This, this message, Jeff. It's a Chris is drunk. What do we do? <laughs> He's I like, don't know well, what to do. <laughs> He's going like, to say, good luck. He's like, yeah. Let's just Ride do crazy out. things like Look. read the emails oh first. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> he's going to do it. No, he's, no, he's not. We're not going to do that. Goodbye. Look, I am not crazy. This no one is a said real, you were crazy. This is yeah. a real movie. That's the guy from um the the Jen yes, uh, Urso one. From freaking, yes, from yeah, the new the Star one. Wars. Rogue One. Not the new Star Wars, Chris. From no, Rogue one. no. He's from Rogue One. No, he isn't. He's from... Both well, of the two sequels. Both of the two sequels. I can't. I don't know. He's from both of them. Look. Christian. Look at him. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that oh, guy. Totally, yeah, totally, I've got a hey, star hey. planet that blows up things. Hey, uh, that's the guy who gets punked by uh, Dama Kylo Ren. Damal. Damal Gleason. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Dom, Brendan Gleason. Dom he's Dom also in uh, Brendan X, Gleason. He's also in oh, Ex Machina. Oh, hold up, from Chris, Braveheart. Chris. Yes. You, you guys are missing the most important <sighs> cast member rock. of that movie. You're going to go with Margot Robbie? The beautiful Margot Robbie. I would. Whoa. Watch I, Tanya. Whoa, Chris. <laughs> Whoa. Eh? But, John. Yeah. Um, you did go on a little trip today. Yeah, sure. Or was, got back from a trip yeah. today. I'm drunk. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Two sips in, I'm wasted, John. <laughs> I've got a better excuse, I feel like. I, I, uh, I, I wanted to... I wanted to say buzzed the whole weekend, mm-hmm. but it didn't always happen. But I, um, it doesn't take, I mean, Chris will tell you, it doesn't take much with me. And every, so, and every, the pants come, oh. 
<laughs> Every night at dinner, I'd have a margarita. Get it. Or some type of car- a Marty Bell. Did you just feel kind of abused? Did you just that? beer burp? A little bit. That was a beer- <laughs> I've been. <laughs> John, this is uh, weekly games chat drunk edition. <laughs> right? I've been trying to get John to come back to me as far as that. Like I never got like wasted. drunk Jay. What is yeah. happening right now? Oh, I've missed it. Yeah. I mean, I had I, I would have wine every night. I got a six pack of what happened to Coors. you? Uh, what Bartles and James? You're gonna, you're gonna have <laughs> wine every night. Hey, yeah, had a glass, you, glass or two. What happened? What happened to Sailor? Me and you. We didn't have it with us. What is Sailor? You could have found it. Sailor feel, Jerry's is a rum. I feel so not just out. any rum. It's what, a delicious rum. What about Captain Morgan? It's nothing. It's Wait a minute. Captain Morgan. So there's a Captain Morgan versus a Sari Jailers. Sari I mean, Jerry's is phenomenal. <laughs> you barely know you've got rum in your Coke. Oh, just the way I like the rum in my Trick, Coke. Tricked his wife on that one. That sounds really not okay. <laughs> that sounds so de- like it sounds so bad. I'm deceptive. Like, it is, but it's this thing of like Clarissa can hold her liquor, and dude, for once I just believe I've never I seen need her to. Drunk, yeah, man. exactly. I was like. John. I need to see her on me and you. Well, hey, John. hey, hey. We can get to a we really need to bad get to the topic. Yeah. And to the news ASAP. Because <laughs> the good old train that we're on is about <laughs> to leave. <laughs> awesome. But um, well, did you have a good trip, man? Did you? Did you? Yeah, it was good. Um, you any good selfies? <laughs> <laughs> I just like to see John. Well, we took a we took a dolphin tour. Oh, did you and see so, some dolphins? Oh, Me? tons of dolphins. Were you the uh, cinematographer behind the uh, 360 oh. video that happened? The cinematographer. I want yeah. some cinnamon something right now. Yes, I did that. Toast crunch. We maybe. need to uh, talk about your smoothness as far as uh, <laughs> your video. Work. I was 200 feet above sea level. Well, you know what? I heard <laughs> it, like you, you, you had to stop at every location. <laughs> Look, he's calling you a fat I want, bastard. I wanted to be a smooth transition around the 360. I'll be right back, Chris. Let exactly. me go do it again. Exactly. Yes, please. Hey, you don't, you don't, I want right perfection. Now, the problem I had with the lighthouse is I looked below me and there was no, there was no bale of hay that I could fall into. Like Assassin's Creed. You've been lied to for This is many a weekly years. games chat. We don't have to give everybody the reference. Yeah. Hopefully they know Sean. Hey, just like in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, John, please gotta, God, get to we, the top. We gotta, there could be a brand new. I tried to go. Think about six this. minutes ago. There could be a brand new listener to this train wreck. <laughs> it could be the greatest oh, no. episode we ever have. It could, it could and unsubscribe. <laughs> this is it could what also this, be the worst. This is what this is. I've heard great things. Oh no, not so much. Um, did you say anything this week, Chris? Movie wise. No, I didn't. All right. <laughs> so uh, I want to say one thing. Okay. I do not Just have authorization thing. to say this from either of you. You Ooh. go right ahead. But my boy BK is back in the podcast game. Yes, he is. It's a back for season two type thing, but he's changed the name. He has. It is now, it's no longer the Player Way podcast. podcast. It is Weekly Movie Chat. Yes. And he can send the check for that name. <laughs> Two weekly game chat. Do we have it uh, copy written? So don't copy me. No. Oh. No. Well, no. Chris, I got no, some bad don't. news. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, he's doing, whatever. I he mean, wants. he's going based on the logic of the same greatness. thing we did. Yeah, he saw well, greatness and he it, no, it's, it's, it's like, okay. It's like let's find, let's see, let's make it easy to find. 
Yeah. Like somebody types in. Like we did. Uh, well, we, it's okay. We, we, it's okay. He saw greatness. John. And he, you're part he of said, the greatness. that's greatness and I will Take pull it Take a drink, down. Chris. So you can say, yes, we are great. We are great. As he took a drink. Um, I We're need- making Wednesdays great again. Ooh. Speaking of which, Harry That'll Potter. That'll push us to the to topic. Me. What? Um, speaking of Harry Potter, what'd you say? Speaking I was like, speaking of Wednesdays, Harry Potter trivia. I don't tomorrow. know what that means. I need you. I could rock Harry Potter. I know. Trivia. That's why I said I need you tomorrow. Uh, him. I've got. I've I got to play uh, BFA. Sorry. Josh is waiting on me right now. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. <laughs> speaking of fair points, uh, how about we get to that topic? Is it is it time? It's been time it, at hey, least for ten minutes. Is the, is the oven timer going off? No. Are the noodles boiling? Are they? Huh? Huh? Is I the, know what you're saying. You see what I'm doing. Ah, I'm going to throw this to you. Topic time, 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 time. <laughs> I don't know why they're laughing. Oh, my God. But the topic is... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, sh- oh. This ass show is just oh. going great. Um, the topic is <clears throat> Overcooked 2. Yeah, it is. I would like to say there's <laughs> like some sort of like sub. Yeah, like I would like to say there's some sort of like complicated subtitle to the sequel. There's not. Yeah. It's just, it's overcooked too. Or, oh no, it's overcooked explanation point two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you and, uh, you and Sean played this game. <clears throat> that's did. a theory. <laughs> the theory is hey, that hey, we played together. We did. We did play. I, in fairness, today's Tuesday. I got the game yesterday. How well, many days did I play? Uh, you got it since what? Tuesday or Wednesday of the prior week. Yeah. Yeah. You've been playing. So, so I played for six days. He played for one. No credit for getting it. So he can eat a Richard. <laughs> um, but no, I picked it up and I mean, in theory, the, the sad part is, is that in one night together, yeah. we, we, we cleared quite a few. Yeah. We levels we, together. How many total levels are they? Like, what does it go up to? Um, it's six worlds, if you want to call it. Each world has six levels to it. So 36 toll. And then on top of that, there are, I believe for every world, there is one Kevin level, <laughs> John, as they call them. So Kevin, uh, Chris claims he's the star of the story. He's a dog. He really is. <laughs> His name is Kevin. He goes bark. Yeah. If you, if you've seen Overcooked before, I mean, the mechanics are pretty much from what I can gather the same. I've never played an Overcooked Correct. before. Chris played Overcooked one when it was on Microsoft Game Pass. Um, was it, was it in, in anticipation of Overcooked 2 or did, would you just play it because it no, was, I just played I it. I kept I, saying, you got to play this. Channel. Everyone who has played this game and said like, this is the best like multiplayer game ever. John, it's, it's really, 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 really fun. I, I was hooked. So when I downloaded it, I had to go take uh, my little more girl. fun than vampire. I don't think so. Way more fun than vampire. You know, they say that guy is 68 this, on me. This is serious, Sean, right now. And I'm going to answer that question seriously. Ooh, serious. Way funner than Vampire. <laughs> so I, I, I downloaded it. We both got it on Nintendo Switch, John, for your information. And to be fair, I feel like, in fair. retrospect, <laughs> to be fair. Oh no, what are you going to say? That was a mistake. 
Possibly. And I don't mean that so much of you. I mean the sense of like, this was my main concern. I don't know how it is on other consoles, but my one criticism here that I land, I landed in with Nintendo is that if I get on there and I play online, like this is the biggest addition as far as, uh, between the first one and the second one is that now there's online matchmaking. Before you could only do, John, if me and you wanted to play Overcooked, you had to come over to my house. I either, either that I had to go over to your house <laughs> and we had to sit down, we had to play this game. So now, John, we've couch co-op. Exactly. Yeah. Now we finally have the ability, whether we're going through the campaign or we're just doing arcade type stuff to actually say, you're in a, your house. I'm in my house. Let's connect and play. But the biggest criticism I can add to that. He's really trying to keep it cool. Dude. And I am. You, I am. You ever been, you ever been kind of like buzzed and you're like, I got to get this serious thing across. I am. Uh, but it, anyways, his face is amazing. <laughs> I rarely say that about Chris. I'm saying that right now. Uh, but anyways, as far as this, like I can imagine if you're on Xbox or PlayStation, you could go into voice chat very easily mm -hmm. and talk to someone about what you're doing. I don't know if that's the way Overcooked 2 works on those platforms because I haven't played it on there, but I would like to believe if you are playing the game and you like just go into a random lobby on those consoles that you would be able to hear whoever you're playing with and communicate with them. You don't have that on Switch. You just don't have that. Um, <laughs> I'm so trying to give it. Yeah, but well, the switch, the switch limits you for that. Obviously. So, what did you guys use to communicate? Discord? We we went through Discord, and and again, this has been my main criticism. We whenever to, we've talked about are Nintendo we, are we, Online, are we about to do this? I I don't give. Look, <laughs> the fact is, I'm not going to use whatever I know system it. they have, and that they are now asking for money. At the end of next month, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I would rather connect. And this is the way it went down. Me and him got into a discord that we were commonly sharing right. to, to talk and, and like <laughs> it sucks. That's the way that is versus say every other online system that is out there where sure I can limit myself by going to party chat, but if I go into regular chat, I would have an ability to communicate with anyone that is coming on to, Chris, uh, oh, to oh, I am so going to listen to this. This is, the greatest, <laughs> this is the greatest show ever. Honestly, Chris, that point that you make, and I, you know, you know, I'm, I love Nintendo. John sure. and I, we're fanboys of that system and that company. When me and you were first starting and I'm having to get on Discord and make sure my headset's hooked through my computer through Discord. I want to try. And then we're playing on, you know, that's very inconvenient. It really is. To be fair, there's a part of me that wants to tell this episode drunk arguments. And <laughs> <laughs> just go from there. But, is, but Chris. We're going to do a new podcast called Drunk Gaming. Look. We well, should. Honestly, <laughs> once, would, once, we, in once we got playing, I forgot all about it. I had a headset on and I was playing a game. You know, the part that... uh that really paid off for me last night mm -hmm. was once you took over being the vocal guy, because yeah. I, I will say this, like put it there. 
have you guys have you guys like watched shows like Hell's Kitchen or yeah. Iron Chef yes. and all that? Yes. I'll, I'll say this: like yes. it was really nice because Sean came in and he started being vocal. Once I got him keyed in, what was important? Yeah. Sean's right. Good at like telling you, what you didn't he wants. like. I've been playing for a week. Yeah. By myself, and that's a very different yeah, experience. Yes, where it like, is. like for the most part, like <laughs> when you're solo. when you're playing by yourself, you're going back and forth between two characters, yeah, you are. and you're just managing. <laughs> It's very different than when you go online and you have someone that's there and you're like, look, we need to know what we need to be in line about. So, yeah. And and like Sean, to his credit, because I know this about Sean, uh, whether it be professionally or not, he's a very vocal guy. And once he took over, I kind of just shut up. Like he started saying, all right, the next thing is this burger and this burger needs uh Meat, it needs patty, it needs cheese. So and I, the and, guy and that I, grabs the ticket and goes, all right, we got Yes, eight, yeah, he's, he's doing that. And I'm over there, I'm like, okay, we need, we need patty, we need cheese. I'm going over and I'm making sure we are running things to a Dude, precision. It was, it was so fun. And like when we got in that groove on those couple of levels, like there are a couple that we got really out of sync on, yeah. but the majority of them, we started going into this place where Sean would call out the orders. And no matter was because I had been playing this game for a week, I knew, I knew everything. <laughs> I knew exactly what we needed. Did are we it making? Did. I'd be like, hey, Sean, did. Sean, are we making beef stroking off? Is that what we're making we're tonight? Stroking off. Beef. I will get what you happened? some beef stroking off. Oh, yeah. I will get you that, dude. Oh, oh, wait. You want some sushi? <laughs> you want some tuna rolls? I will get you tuna rolls. It is coming up, and I would just find a way to take whatever <laughs> he was communicating to me and make sure that it got delivered to him in a way and it works. that it got delivered on time. And that's what's interesting about this game. Like for those who have never worked in a kitchen or anything that like this or watch those shows. Yeah. But I've like, watched they those shows. Yeah. Yeah. They don't understand like kitchens for the most part, they break down because of a lack of communication and execution. versus yeah. yeah versus execution. Yeah. And when you have those two things, even when you have someone like, you who was coming in to kind of new yeah when we finally played together you were unexperienced compared to me who exactly. had been playing for a week you could see what happens when someone delivers solid communication versus someone who understood what his processes were and we just we got in the flow okay and once you get into that flow like there were people we were playing online and i thought we were i thought we were gonna lose smoked we them, were John. smoking them just just and then there was this other time early on where we didn't realize we were on opposite teams. And Sean thought he was helping me I because we're on the same team. team. And I was just smoking him because he yeah. was helping me. It was that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about it. So, we're going to talk about more so like how <laughs> this game at its core, when it's doing its best, it's about people, one, having a way to communicate one to another about prioritizing things and you can even take out that whole entire communicating part and even make it something that's just on yourself how well can you organize things how can you he's compartmentalizing powering through yeah how can you compartmentalize something like where you say like hey i need to manage these two things by myself and that's what's great about this game is is it it challenges you to think in that way and it is very realistic to how I feel knowing people who have worked in the 
I mean, John, you've worked in the restaurant business, right? You understand how this works. Mm-hmm. I've, I have a friend right now who I went to college with that is a manager at Chili's and things like that. Like those kinds of things, talking to them. Uh, my buddy Mikey, his, his wife, his wife is a chef. He's a culinary chef. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like being able to take something and be like, okay, here is where we need to end up. How do we get there? Okay. And, and breaking. Let me down. ask. So, so for, for the audience who is thoroughly entertained by at this point, Sure. They, they might just want to know the the who, what, when, and where of the game. That really doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. It, there is a – look, the idea of Overcooked 2 is that the unbred have taken yeah, over. The story mode, instead of the undead, everything's made from a food standpoint. Yeah. There's like a king that's an onion. He's got a dog named Kevin. The onion king. Um, is, the, is the dog a dog? Yes. Yeah, it's like actually a dog. The king is an yes. onion. And basically at the beginning he's of the got game, a crown, so yeah. it makes him a king. King sure. So these uh, these bread things come out. They're called the unbread, and then you got to go <laughs> around and like cook things at different places. The levels really shine because, like Chris said, they take you to these different lands, and then each level adds new experiences to your cooking order and your area that you prepare. Exactly. Uh, you're in a hot air balloon at one point where fire's coming down at you, blocking your ways to get your prepared meal to your service area. You're on a raft. You're on a raft. You're on a boat. The raft is moving. So a boat. A pl- the, there's one where the raft that you have to put your plates moves left to right. Oh, yeah? Chris is on one side. I'm on the other. So I'm doing certain prep work here. Chris is doing certain prep work there. We've got to get together at some point to get it on a plate and then get it back to each other. A lot of that kind of thing going on. Is it uh, a puzzle? It's not a puzzle in the sense that you're thinking. You start off and literally... uh as the load screen comes on, it says, Hey, this is the recipe you're going to be doing for this level. And if it's sushi, like Chris said, you're going to be working yeah. with rice, so, uh, seaweed and whatever kind of meat you want. And then they're, they're literally little boxes that have those icons on them and you open them up. Certain things have to be cooked on frying pan. Certain things have to be boiled. Certain things have to be diced. It, 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 everything that you have in your levels, um, there's a lot of things that can go on. So then you start and. <laughs> These little tickets pop up, bing, bing. And that's what Chris said I was calling out. When we got really good, we'd call out, hey, we need just a shrimp and rice or, you know, just just a patty and a, and a bun. I would actually call it. I know he just kind of said the opposite. I would call it a puzzle. It's like saying. In a way, it is. You're right. Yeah, it's like, for instance, sushi, right? Sushi. <laughs> when you're doing sushi, right, you understand, like, the puzzle is. No matter what, I need rice. <laughs> I need rice every single time. And rice, when I make it, takes this certain period of time to cook. Right. So no matter what the secondary ingredient is, someone... You got to have it, rice. Yeah, like if no whether... What. Oh, no. Oh, no. Thank God <laughs> whether, that wasn't a PBR. Right. <laughs> whether it be a single player or you're doing multiplayer, you yeah. need to between whoever it is, if it, if it's yourself or, or there is other players, someone needs to understand that rice consistently has to go on the pot. Only when you need rice, John. <laughs> because no matter what the secondary <laughs> things are, if rice isn't there, it's going to break down. And it's the same way with like, if you're doing burgers, right? No matter what, if a burger has cheese, lettuce, lettuce tomato, tomato, you gotta have beef. You gotta have beef. Exactly. Beef. So someone always <laughs> needs to be chopping up beef. Or if you're doing pizza, you know, there's always going to be dough, and sauce. uh, pepperoni, 
or I'm sorry, dough, tomato, and cheese. Those three ingredients will always be included yeah. in those things. And, and once you start going through the various levels and learning the recipes in this game, you understand things that you have to prioritize. Yeah. And yeah. whether it be that's a great that, word, and, and like it's un. It's interesting in the fact that whether you're playing by yourself and you are going back and forth between two chefs that you individually are controlling or you are working with someone else, you understand no matter what the case is, you have to prioritize those things so that when orders come up, you hit the delivery time that is expected. And the chaos. Because whenever you miss the delivery time... You lose money as far as what your score is. Yeah. And it ends up being a negative. And like, like if Sean's over there and he's say we're doing burritos, right? <laughs> now we're on burritos. Th- this is the best thing <laughs> to parlay. Say we're doing burritos and Sean is just chopping a ton of, uh, mushrooms. But the order, but wait, the wait. order, we had mushrooms in our burritos. We did. We did have mushroom burritos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you didn't realize it. I assembled them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but like imagine he's mushroom doing that. Burritos. Like that's all he's focusing on is mushroom burritos. <laughs> but I'm looking <laughs> the worst. Me on the, the other worst hand, burrito. Me on the other hand, I'm looking at the orders coming in, and everyone's like, "Well, I want beef." If Sean, <laughs> if Sean is like just doing what I'm telling, I'm hammering him, out mushrooms. Like dude. I'm I'm the guy who's the communicator. And I'm telling him to do these things and he's not cognizant of the window and what is expected of him. Eventually it comes back to bite us. And, and that's, that's the brilliant it, of it this did. game is that if you do not deliver things in the order in the time they are expected, they subtract from your score. So each ticket, they come back and they say like, Hey, I've been waiting here for five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Each- you ain't give me my burrito. <laughs> what is going on with my burrito right now? But if you, can stack up what is expected of you and understand like, Hey, Sean, the next three orders you need to put out need to have mushrooms. I'm putting out. I'm so curious about what you have to say, Sean, but this is just comedy gold. Yeah. I try. (laughs) Sean, talk. I don't, I don't know what to say, Chris. No, uh, going back to the ticket part at one point when I first played the game, and when I first downloaded, I was I was playing it on my actual Switch, holding my Switch. When we played last night, I put it on the dock, and my setting was Ooh. off, so I wasn't seeing the tickets like he was. Uh, above each ticket, when they come in, there's like a green. It starts off green, goes to yellow, goes to red as far as a timer. Yes. Yeah. So once that timer gets down, the ticket will start shaking, letting you know, hey, you better get this out the window. The whole point is to get as many orders as you can out the window, made properly, Within the time frame, and you're going to earn points. Those points on each, exactly. anytime you play are going to turn into stars. When you play like a solo mode so story, you're going to get, there's up to three stars you can get. Uh, and then as far as when you play online against people, the same thing is going to accumulate and determine your score. And that's how you determine who wins. Correct. So more orders you get out, the more points you get. The more orders you get out, you get points. But then if you miss them, there's going to be a deduction. That deduction really it hurts hurt you. It could hurt you as far as winning your match online or getting you uh two stars to three stars and things like that. Like so. imagine you're at 300 told points and all of a sudden like you miss an order and it goes down to 220. That's, and that's, like a three star goal is which is top that you can earn in any level is like, I don't know, the score is like 450. 
in like, you know, you were at 360 and now you're down back to 300. So what you have like 10 seconds. That's the, the interesting part of this is that no matter what the situation, whether you're playing by yourself or with someone else, it's such a tight time frame. Yeah. And like is amazing how quickly you realize there's only 30 seconds left. Yeah. And well, there's only so much you can do. That was one. That was my question. How long? How long do you? How long do you have for green, yellow, and red? For Depends each on ticket? the order. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's it. I yeah. don't know. I just know that some go down a little faster than others. Yeah. Simple orders, I think, have a shorter time frame. Sure. That's accurate. Um, and then the longer ones, like a burger that would have lettuce, tomato, cheese, and meat, would probably get a little bit. Yeah. More time if you on. if you let an order that's like, for instance, as he said, like a burger that's literally only meat in a bun yeah just sit out there and you're not taking care of it it's it's gonna hit <laughs> and you know what you're like well why wouldn't you take care of that well it's because as you're trying to deliver things that that order comes in am- <laughs> amongst the other chaotic orders you got yes, coming in that's the interesting part of this game is like how much chaos they just in great organization that's the best way to say it give you great whether organization whether it be (laughs) whether it be like when you're playing by yourself and you're trying to organize how things prioritize or or, or earlier that's organization no organizational i mean like imagine like prioritizing are huge in this game imagine you are like two separate people right like sean's himself i'm myself and we're both trying to run things We're, we're both like trying to accomplish the same goal but but imagine like we meet in the same path bumping into each other yeah and all of a sudden i fall off the map and then all right i told you before and, and that you're like on the, a hot air balloon john you can fall off that hot air balloon sometimes you're in a mine system underground where there's a hole in earth so you fall down it what's the health rating on these things none <laughs> you just die um <laughs> imagine there's like a ghost level where the stairs yeah disappear disappear and like sean's trying to run across an order and all of a sudden disappears and he just falls into the abyss not only does he die where he takes five seconds to respond but god forbid he's carrying an order a completed order that took a him. long time to cook and that get ready that goes away yeah, that that dies it. with him. So like your you know, order dies with. Sometimes you. the levels are so smart they'll put like a, a mechanism in to where you need the oven or the set of frying pans, but something moves to prevent you from getting. Yeah, in we that, have this problem area. with pizza. So like, and this is where Chris bring to bring it back where he says it's like a puzzle. There's one outlet that when you see the object moving right from left to right, you need to kind of go up to the outlet and make sure that both of you can split from that, so you still maintain. A presence on one, well, you know, one side or the other of the, we, the element. We played this level, uh, the first time together where what he's talking about were like basically this line of, of cut boards where you can actually chop up the ingredients that you're going to need to use for the recipes moves. It moves periodically throughout the line. Um, the first couple of con- times we played this together, we, me and him were having mic issues and I was having connectivity issues. And as such, we started ending up on the same side of the line. So we got broken off from certain ingredients, sometimes from our plates and even at the worst case scenario, uh, from the oven that was cooking the pizza. <laughs> so. Pizza and and here, here's the, yeah, here's the kicker in this game. <laughs> Whenever you're cooking something, 
and you do not pay attention to it, eventually it catches on fire. Does it get and, overcooked? And, and let me let me tell you something. <laughs> if it catches on fire, it very quickly spreads to other areas yeah. and does multiple damage. So you you always want to be in check of that. So like me and him had to have this system. You know, after a couple failures that we, I, I say like it took us three times, right? At to least, get it, finally yeah. get it right. Least, yeah. Where I had to be like, Sean, no matter what we do right now, wherever this line of the cupboards is, someone needs to be on the left and someone yeah. needs to be on the right. And it because, worked. you know, whether we're always changing up what we're managing directly. If we don't have a person on either side at any moment, we're, we're handy. We're, yeah, toast. we're handicapped. Dare I say we're toast. If we need, like, for instance, if we need more plate, plates, if we don't have plates, <laughs> plates, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> we don't have someone to go get them. Yeah. If we need someone to deliver the pizza and we're both on one side, someone can't do that. If someone needs to get tomatoes for the pizza and we're both on one side, we can't do that. If we need dough and we're on the other side, we can't do that. It's like, dude, and and, it handicaps you in a way that if you're not strategic, yeah, just swallow. (laughs) I know. If you're not strategic, dude, you're, you're just, it's, some of these levels are going to just absolutely. Yeah. They, they eat you like the first couple levels. You can just kind of bumble through. I think that's fair to say. Kind of like this show. As you said, like, yes, (laughs) kind of like this is disaster. Um, in this, in, in this presentation of the game, you literally are Sean, the sous chef. Yeah. (laughs) You're just kind of feeding Chris all the info, but you're like, he's my, he's my masterpiece. Yeah. That's what you think. When you look over here. We, I, and I can't tell you enough. And Chris definitely respond, you know, uh, amongst all of this chaos, the fire that you got to put out. And, oh my God. That's and the, the ovens and, and the moving objects and running and throwing objects off buildings that you're not supposed to throw objects John. off of. It's, it's so fun. Each level. I, I, I never got mad. I never Imagine. got frustrated. Imagine like a level where you are on the opposite side of your, your chef and there's a conveyor belt. A what? A conveyor belt. It conveyors. It's kind of like big van Bader. Conveyor. Yeah. Uh, like, and like you have to consistently, God, you have to consistently explaining that to us. (laughs) Conveyor, you know, like Vader. Yeah. Like Vader. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a moo point. Like a cow's opinion. (laughs) It's just a moo point. But like, imagine like you have to consistently put things on this Vader belt and. <laughs> Golden. Um, imagine things you have to put things on this belt for, for your, uh. It's just a belt. It's just a belt, man. It's just a belt. You're on the other side, John. And I need you to do this. Like you have to consistently communicate because it's like, okay, hey. We need to make hamburgers, right? I have the beef on. Imagine this. Imagine I have the beef on my side, but you have the cutting board on your side. But on top of that, I have the actual fry pan on my side. So now there's like, there's three interactions I need to have. He's throwing me the beef. I'm cutting the beef and I'm throwing the beef back to him to fry. Like having that crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, having that level of communication between you and your your players, whether it be co-op where everyone is working together, which we've done, or it's competitive, which we've it done. It is yeah. 
it's crazy. It yeah, is crazy, and it is like every time you think you have this grasp of what is happening, beer burp. <laughs> like you're like, I have this complete grasp of what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. You're like, I'm drunk, but, but I've got a grasp of what's going on. You don't. Something like, happens. Like any drunk person like me, right? Uh, you don't have a grasp of what's going on. Uh, you really don't. Every time you think you have everything together, yeah, something goes just messes wrong. up. Yeah, it just goes wrong. And like you mentioned, there there's the story mode, which is the single player. You can also co-op through that. There's an arcade mode, uh, and then there's also a online competitive mode. So, f the uh, the game ending levels are called Kevin levels. They're uh, so hard. So like. The main character, because okay, of the dog. Okay. So yeah, the main level or the right. main story is based off of the Onion King and his dog. His dog is named Kevin, as it should be, right? Of course, every dog is named Kevin. Hey, what up, hey? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the idea is these are the most complicated levels. And I will say this right now, Sean, you haven't experienced it to its full understanding. F Kevin levels. They are. Dude, I unlocked the first, the, the first world they are hard. <laughs> Kevin level and I, I did not know what I was it doing. It was like, Hey, take this beef yeah. and, uh, and then chop do, it up and then, and then, then mix it with this wheat and then put it into a yes. steamer. Yes. It is, it is so much that one. work. Yes. It's so much work. And the point levels to get stars on Kevin's levels ridiculously high. Yes. Like doing all that. It was like 500 plus stars on a single level. Which, uh, to its credit, I, I don't know if this was the case in the first game, but definitely with this one, um, if you are playing single player versus, uh, with friends, uh, it does adjust the demand as far as how many orders you need to get out in the star rating. Oh, to, to I, get didn't, your, I didn't know that. That's yeah, pretty good. It does adjust. Like, so if Sean and I are playing together three stars, which is the top score might be 400. Versus if you're playing by yourself, it might be 200. Gotcha. So it does adjust in that way. Um, which made it a lot funner because I tried to play the first overcook by myself. I tried to convince you guys like get game pass. Let's go play this game together, but it didn't. I don't remember this at all. He would offer you were, you were, you were Josh. It's okay. Okay. He's so, he's so lovable. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, a, he's awesome. But Tell I tried you, Chris. Yeah, I lovely. tried to get you. He's got such a sweet caress on your arm right now, John. What's happening? He's all touchy. <laughs> um, but in about 30 minutes, he's going to become violent and hysterical. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. <laughs> Start drinking some, uh, vodka and OJ. You never love me. <laughs> get <Why? it> out. <laughs> no. Um, that said, um, I don't think this is some sort of legendary game. I don't think this is something you're going to pick up and like literally for five to ten years play. You know, you're right. It's not going to set some sort of bar of multiplayer games that you're consistently going back. But that said, two things. One, if you have fellow friends who are willing to buy the game yep. and get together to play yep. it on the same console or, or, or you just have the situation, and this is the great thing about, I will say the switch maybe to other consoles. You have multiple controllers for the same console and you like have this night where you're like, look, you know, what's the equivalent of 
game board night or, you know, just, just inviting people over to say, come over, let's play this thing that we like. This is a great party game. This it is, is like, really good. It is fun to watch people try to say they're going to easily communicate and fail and with just, such and level. It'll just be a mess. Yeah. Like, it's just, just a mess. If I could get you and Clarissa in and like to watch her scream at you, not in a way that she hates you, but in a way of like, hey, do this. This is really head. hard. Yeah. What are you doing? She's like, John. I make five cheese mac or five or was it five yep. type mac and cheese for you all time. All that. Why can't you cook a burger for me? Dude, John, on the, on yeah, the, that the, kind of thing. On the digital version of this game is only like 24 95. Yeah. And. It's worth every penny to me. Totally worth it. It's got charm. It's got awesome levels. It's got different character models you can unlock, and you can pick different chefs as you're playing, running around. And you Fun will fact: never touch it again. Fun fact: That's not true. Fun I will fact: guarantee I played. I, 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 do you think I played Toad in the last three weeks? Nope. All right, I'm going to give you. A, I'm going to call a number after this show, and we're going to tell people. Uh, are what's happening right now? Fun fact, John. And you know what, John? Even if we we collectively don't touch games after we play them, we played them, okay? <laughs> what hey. is happening? <laughs> I just want you to know you can play as a panda in this game. Yeah, I said it. Panda. <laughs> Sean, oh, save me. my God. All right, well, let's, um, since we're obviously at that point, uh, would you feel like giving it a Richard at this point? So many. Richards. Yeah, I thought about it all week. Um, <laughs> what, just a Richard in general or? <laughs> just, just consistently, I'm thinking about my Richard, if I'm being honest. Uh, eight, uh, solid eight. I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, maybe an eight and a half at the most because, cause there's the, like, there's no story like that, like captivating. It's just, it's strictly the gameplay is yeah. so cool. And just the chaos, the controlled chaos on each map, it makes you want to go back for more. It's, yeah. it's super good. Even if you're not playing with people, um, you could go, I mean, like, it's about, without the Kevin levels, I think, is an additional six, but the core game itself is 36 levels. It's kind of that setup of what you get with Mario, uh, Super Mario Odyssey or anything like that. Super Mario Galaxy, where it's like you need to attain a certain level of stars to unlock the final levels and that kind of stuff. Um, but outside of that, once you beat it, if you're not playing with anyone, it's definitely going to be a one-off. Uh, if you, if you love these kind of games, go buy it now. Otherwise, if you see it on sale and you at any point feel like you play multiplayer games, yeah, totally worth picking up. Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally true, Chris. John, I really would like you to pick up this game, man. Is there couch co-op? Yes. Yes, there is. There is couch co-op, John. It actually says couch co-op. Okay. Yeah. Literally says on the package. C-O-U-C-H, John. All right. (laughs) You guys want to do some news? Oh, yeah. Wait. I bet you do. I thought we were wrapping it up. Is that at the end? Oh, you thought we were going to wrap it up like the show? No. When did we say wrap it up? Emails! At the end? At the end, end, yeah. Okay. I've had a PBR. Yeah. We know how quickly it takes you. It takes me a lot more. (laughs) And I've gotten there. I won't deny it. 
I won't deny it. I'm a street rider. We don't need to sing no more. (laughs) Shut it down. I was like, I was like, you start going. It's like, nope. (laughs) All right, let's go to news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. (laughs) We didn't peek, and I was drunk. People upstairs like, why the. Did I just hear news? I just realized something. What? What'd you realize? He has to read. Oh, my, oh my God. goodness. I just realized it with you. That's Dear. so blurry to me. Hold, please. All right. So, Chris, we're already past the topic. You don't have to read Overcooked 2 out loud. Oh, this makes it great. You zoomed it in. <sighs> Xbox One Gamescom recap. Xbox One continued their recent tradition of hosting a press event at Gamescom. During the presentation, there were a number of announcements. These included Devil May Cry 5 will release on Xbox One, PS4, and PC on March 8, 2019. Uh, this is pretty big. PUBG will leave Xbox Game Preview on 9-4-18. The Sankhawk map will come... I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sandhawk, Chris. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, will come to, pl- to the platform as well as a new mode called War Mode. As well as achievements. So, like, you know, say, Sean, yeah. you and I, in theory, you, have been playing like, well, this what, game. Well, you're deviating from the news. Yeah, I know. We'll get back to you. But say, oh like, God. me and you. Yeah. Imagine those times. You remember this. Yeah. There was that time we were on, like, this side of the bridge, and people were on opposite. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. Imagine, like, we won the match. Because we, we did. We could get Xbox achievements now for that. Whoa. That's pretty big, That's right? pretty B.A. Pretty big. Um, in addition, a limited edition limited pub- edition PUBG controller will be released. And hey, get Yay. this! It features triggers that have grips built into them. I saw it today. It's like you got the trigger. And there's a little grip in the middle. That's pretty dope, right? Yeah. So you you can't be slipping off and and complaining about people because they, I didn't have enough grip. That'd be Mike that, D. That happens on the reg. Yeah. Uh, next big one is Hunt Showdown is coming to Xbox Game Preview. Per Polygon, players will take the role of a bounty hunter in search of monsters hidden in the swamps of Louisiana. Uh, the game launches on PC earlier or launched on PC earlier this year uh, through Steam Early Access. On top of that, DayZ, which has been in early access on Steam for years now, uh, will be coming to Xbox Game Preview on 829. Halo Master Chief Collection comes to Game Pass on 9-1, along with an update that will fix a big mirror program or, or like issues that people have had. But most importantly, it adds 4K HDR. For those who have an Xbox One X. And finally, they also announced eight new Xbox bundles, including a Tomb Raider bundle, a Forza Horizon bundle, a Battlefield 5 bundle, and a Fallout 76 bundle. All those, except for Fallout 76, have both Xbox One S and Xbox One X models. The Fallout 76 only has an Xbox One X model. The Xbox One S bundles will be priced at 300 while your Xbox One X bundles will be priced at 500 In those cases, you get a digital copy of the game with the console that you buy. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, I find a way. 
What? What? This is what? Not, this isn't fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Living up. Yeah, that was it. that was almost perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it's sickening. I, I don't like it. Look, what if well, when he's tanked, it's reverse? It's like like that's when I go into Reggie Miller like shooting threes. Yeah, I just look at you. See, John like, Reggie Jay. Miller was and is. See, you would be Spike Lee. Ooh. Ooh. An angry Knicks fan trying to taunt said Reggie Miller. Apparently his new movie is supposed to be really good, by the way. Knicks. Right. New York Knicks, John. Yeah. Yeah. Like he sat there. Did you ever see that shot, John? I have to ask you this because the next thing is about basketball. <laughs> John, did you ever see Reggie Miller hit a three and look Spike Lee in the face like he just killed him? Yes. Greatest thing ever. Isn't I saw that. It? it is a greatest thing ever. I enjoyed it. I saw it live. I remember that. Yeah. Remember when Reggie Miller took the Pacers back from five down with like eight seconds yeah. left? And yeah, yeah. That, I think that was the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I, I remember. It. No. Um, NBA 2K19 has revealed my career details and its cast. For anyone that bought Man or FIFA and was set to take over the, or, and thought they were set to take over the mantle of best narrative for a sports video game, 2K wants you to know it's time to step up your game. Uh, 2K has revealed its latest iteration of its most popular mode, My Career, and it is called The Way Back. This year, My Career will see your player nickname AI. Uh, attempted to overcome the trials and tribulations of NBA stardom highlights in the trailer included gameplay included in the China league, the G league and a slew of solid acting talent to play the roles of mentors, rivals, directly honest friends and love interest as well as GMs. Um, eccentric. <laughs> yeah. As well as eccentric uh, coaches and a social media manager. The well-rounded cast includes Michael Rappaport, Haley Joel Osment, Anthony Mackie of uh, Avengers fame, and Ricky Whittle. Those who watch the 100, he's in that. It's it's it's, it's like really weird to see Michael Rappaport. In is, game, is that what you way. think I'm talking about? Oh, you're talking about this this genius that's going on. This, I mean, no. If you're paying attention, he's not killing it. He butchered that one. You think so? Oh yeah, it was beautiful. I tried though. I'm gonna enjoy this tomorrow. He didn't. He didn't butcher that one. You think he butchered that one? So you're saying you take a pain in my failure, John? Do you you think he butchered that? That hurts, Joy. Do you You think you love me? Yes or no, for real? You said your name was Kiki. Did he butcher that one? Yes. If you in 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 Chris, you had to tell him eccentric. That's it. He's he literally stopped reading. It was silence. I skipped over. (laughs) I skipped over. (laughs) His brain was going nah. Not today. Uh, Shenmue 3 gets a release date. The crowdfunded project will, with a cult <laughs> status. Here we go. Following will now release on PC and PS4 on, on August 27, oh, 2019. Lord. I almost said October. Uh, nearly two years after its original announced release date, which was, I believe, December 2017, a new trailer was released with the announcement. I did news. not watch it, but. It looks uh barely. It looks Shinmu-ish. Yeah, looks like it's uh martial arts. Is this about a killer whale? No, you would like it to be. It's about um Japan and stuff. Japan and a guy who wears a leather jacket. I saw the uh Shinmu one and two collection. That's dope. It's coming out in like I think the next week and uh it got rated and um, dude, its reviews did not seem too highly. Well, I wonder. 
So I don't know. I mean, just speak of what you will on that. I don't know what that I'm, means for the Speak of what you will. Speak of what you will on that, man. <laughs> just saying. Just saying, dog. Just saying. Uh, next up, Front Software's latest gets a release date. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice from Software's Ninja Game based in the Sengoku era of Japan will be coming to <laughs> PS4, Windows PC, and Xbox One on March 22nd, 2019. Alongside the standard edition of the game, there was also a collector's edition, which will include an art book, map, soundtrack, replica game coins, and a Shinobi statue. So, I have to say, this 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 surprised me. Yeah, I think it's kind of big because of what John said. Uh, who's the folks that do, um, Sucker Punch? They're, they're like Samurai game that's coming. Yeah. The one I kind of feel like, I, thought, I have to say, I thought that was going to make it to market before this did. And, and now this one's coming like, yeah. Fall. So, like, I feel like this could, gain and benefit no, because spring. yeah well yeah spring which is what's that's their typical release period right yeah usually they release I mean, around march april do we know any other games coming out oh yeah i mean i mean we just there's another one i'm about to announce i think another one another one hey that's like there's a lot of stuff in march coming another one yeah another one i have no idea what i'm saying <laughs> But I've heard you're, you're really close to DJ Khaled and his intros. To DJ Khaled. Oh, sorry. And another one. Another one. Yeah, and, but you're you're pointing your finger at me and stuff. No, I'm pointing my finger up to God. It's just uh, Bless just him. like DJ Khaled. Um, <laughs> it's just um, God bless. It's interesting just because you think like the last thing that was Ninja Samurai based was uh. What's it? Neo. Right? So it's been a while. People have been waiting. Thank you. Um, John, he John doesn't care about these things. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is my straw. I don't need to say catchphrases. Um, I put my hand on my hip when I chew straws. I put my hand on my hip when I dip. And we when dip, you dip, we dip. Okay. And then you dip. <laughs> I got you. How good was that song? Right? For my, for my youth. Can we just like get a track that's like nothing but Cupid Shuffle? Me and you. Why did you, why would you want to do that? Because. You know how to do the Cupid Shuffle? Do I? Oh my goodness. <laughs> to the left. <laughs> Kick it back now, y'all. That's not the Cupid Shuffle. Is that not the Shuffle? That's Wait, the Shuffle Slide. Ah. Uh, That's the one you know how to do, huh? What's that? What's the Cupid Shuffle then? Why do to I know? To the right, to, to the right, out, oh, yeah. to the left, to, okay, gotcha. Crisscross, crisscross. No. No. <laughs> Isn't that on there? No. Is there not crisscross? I thought there was crisscross. No. Everybody oh. clap your hands. Yeah. But that's, that's not, that's that's not the Cupid Shovel. Yeah. I'm dating myself. Sean. Yeah. White people. I know. Jeez. Anyways. <laughs> Diablo 3 officially hits the Switch. Even though Blizzard has denied its existence for months. Existence. The company has finally confirmed what the world has always suspected. Diablo 3 is coming to Switch. The game will be the Eternal Collection version, uh, which includes both your Reaper of Souls and also the Rise of the Necromancer expansions, and will be available for $59.99. While no exact release date has been provided, Blizzard has stated it will be out this fall. 
That's fantastic. Yeah, I think we heard that there was going to be like three big upcoming Diablo announcements, and this everyone said like, "Yeah, we reported." Even on though that. Blizzard was always saying, "No, everyone was like, "Uh huh." Hey, don't happening. you talk about Blizzard? I'll tell you. I'll put Blizzard in the corner. <laughs> what they released lately that huh? you would care about? about what has Blizzard uh, released in the past month that anyone would give a flying flip about? I really thought he was going to drop the F-bomb. I, I really, was hoping. I was like, please. Yeah. You already know. <laughs> You're fine. I know what you know. Yeah. Can you imagine how fun this game would be pl- be playable on the uh, co-op? Um, pairing, Very mobile. Pairing your... Uh, or why you're, your switches? Your co-op and, and but mode. you're you're both pooping. <laughs> it's a perfect poop game. Just looting your junks off. I mean, like the only thing that sucks is you can't, of course, carry over your progression from other consoles, well, right? Which is but, okay. I don't know that we know that for a fact yet. <laughs> I'm just, just presuming because it sorry, guys. hasn't been true on anywhere. That came out of nowhere. Outside of like Xbox 360 to. Xbox One and PS3 to PS4. That's been the only sure. time that's been true. But like the nerve of regardless, regardless of like what pains you may go through your first month having to get through the main story and get back to torment levels afterwards, like the idea of like, yeah, you know, I need to take a dookie and so I'll take my switch <laughs> to the bathroom and I'd take a run through a torment level four. When, John, yeah. was the last time you heard, I need to take a dookie? <laughs> so you can take this cookie. No. No. And shove it up here. <laughs> oh, sorry. This uh, is, I mean, this is a good get for the Switch. It's, it is. It's an it old is. game. It's Blizzard working with Nintendo, which makes me very happy. Yeah. Blizzard was all like, look at this folder. Oh, sorry. No, no, not that. That's <laughs> what they need. He is. He's on it. Yeah, I like it. Speaking of being on it, Dark Souls Remastered what? has a new Switch date. And on top of that, a collection is coming to Xbox One and PS4. After a seemingly last-minute delay this spring, Switch owners will finally learn to get good on October 19th. As Dark Souls finally comes to the Switch, the game will include the Arturus of the Abyss DLC and will probably be responsible for the death of a thousand Joy-Cons. <laughs> additionally, Gamescom Bandai, at, or I'm sorry, additionally sorry. at Gamescom Bandai Namco also announced <laughs> the Dark Souls Collection, which will contain Dark Souls Remastered, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, will be coming to Xbox One and PS4 also on the same day at $80. All three games will also include their respective DLC. If I'm Switch, I'm kind of pissed off on the second announcement, but I don't blame them. Right? No, I mean, I'm saying. I, I I say like if I'm if I'm Nintendo, I have to be pissed off on the fact that you're saying on the same day that we're putting out this game for sixty dollars, you're gonna put on our two competitors for eighty and yeah, for, for twenty dollars more. Particularly yeah. if you recall. How Dark Souls Remastered got announced? Yeah, it got, got announced, announced on the on Switch. Nintendo Direct. Exactly. And they should this, be pissed. I mean, this is just. Um, that said, if you haven't bought any of these games, um, eighty dollars for all three—that's like that's a good price. That's at least and it's all their DLC. Two of three hundred hours, right there. 
of your mm-hmm. life that you can die repeatedly <laughs> and and cry about unless totally you're Ben. Like that. Unless you're unless you're Ben, right? Who I have to believe he just like goes home and blindfolds himself and he's like come at these me. days, yeah, yeah, probably. That's that's why I believe happens. Um, eating darling, gone home is coming to Switch. Gone Home, the indie masterpiece from Fulbright Studio, which incidentally or incidentally just turned five years old, will be out this Thursday, aka tomorrow if you're listening to this, August 23rd on Switch. Soon, Switch owners will be reminded just how creepy their 90s houses could be when no one else was at home. And John, you and I agree on that part, at least with this game. Like yeah. walking around and finding uh, VCR copies of your X-Files. Uh, recordings from your dad and just yeah. going like, there's no Dude, one here right now. The scariest, uh, VCR recordings that you'd find, uh, was in Resident Evil 7. They were frightening. Oh, yeah. You beat that game, right? No, I didn't beat that game, oh, Chris. Yeah. Why would you say that? Because Jeff wanted me to ask it. <laughs> you still got that game, right, Sean? I mean, the, the just switch, wanted to let the you know n- you haven't beat <laughs> The Nintendo Switch's pitch should now be, did you miss out on the previous generation? <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, there's Even though they are getting Doom Eternal. Yes, they are getting Doom Eternal. Which blows my flipping mind. But the question is, do they get it the same day as everyone else? And will it be... Up to snuff compared to their competitors. No, like, of course right? Not. No. Yeah. Of yeah. course it won't. And that's, that's the thing. I'm like, well, like, personally, I would love to experience, and I, I, I respect this, right? Imagine I buy on Xbox One X with 55 million teraflops. Yeah. I think that's where we are. Doom Eternal. Sure. Right. And I go through it, but then a year later it comes out on my Switch and now I can poop. And doom at the same time. <laughs> this is a new thing like I have a- not had. I've had I've had Sean. maximum teraflopage of doom. <laughs> now I need to know how many people I can kill while I pinch a loaf, <laughs> and that's important to me. I don't know about you. It's important to me. He said poop and doom. He did <laughs> poop and doom. This happened. Patrick Soderlin. Is departing from EA. EA's chief design officer, Patrick Soderlin, is leaving the company after nearly 20 years. Soderlin was previously the CEO of DICE, which was acquired by EA in 20 or 2006. I want to say 2016. You can say 2006. Yeah, 2006. <laughs> uh, in a letter from CEO Andrew Wilson, Wilson offers no direction or direct reason for Soderlin's reason for departure, but stated, quote, we wish Patrick the very best in his next life adventure, and we thank him for his many significant contribution. Serlin was the driving force behind the Frostbite engine as well as EA Origins, but he was also a constant fixture for controversy yeah. for the company, such as the closing of Visceral Games, sorry John, uh, and the Great Battlefront 2 loot box controversy of 2017. First of all, I love that controversy was said that many times. Controversy should always be said in that. No, I mean that many times yeah. in a row. It was great. Triple can. Well, thank Ooh. you for everything, Patrick Sutherland. Yeah, I, it's really weird because he used to, like, if you went back 10 years ago, he was a beloved guy in video games because he was this voice of, like, a great, FPS studio that made this perfect battle simulation. Like, you know, it's like, Hey, 
imagine you can be in World War II, but there's tanks, there's planes, and you can shoot people as you do these things. And he went from that to being this person that had to responsibly manage various facets, both both good and bad, both good and bad. Uh, for EA, where it's like, okay, hey, here's this good thing. Like, yes, EA Origins, I have to, I have to agree. I'm not a huge fan of Origins, the app, but like what they did as far as EA access and all that, which came out of that, that's a cool thing. But on the other hand, he had to be the guy to be like, hey, by the way, we really screwed up loot boxes for this popular franchise you want to play. Um, so I have a lot of respect for him for taking things on the chin. Um, I can understand maybe why he doesn't want to continually do that. And maybe he gets more back to at some point finding a company that's a little smaller, that isn't owned by Nihei, that he can be like, Hey, you have a really cool vision. Let me build that up and bring it to the forefront of gamers. So they understand what they need. I mean, I don't know if this was a controversy, but he, I mean, look, I I think last year or the year before he was, I think he was given 40 million plus a 20 million sign on bonus just to stay a little while longer. Yeah, they paid him a lot. So I'm wondering if he was not hired back. What am I trying to say? I think I'm as drunk as you. They they hired him Matt because he's a very know, popular guy. But I don't know that it had much. I don't I don't know that his dismissal or him leaving, whatever you want to call it, had anything to do with controversy. Although, no, no, no. Although there was a lot. I mean, we talk about these two prominent ones, but let's not forget last year the decision to combine Battlefield and Titanfall a week in a, a week between, <laughs> released a week between each other. That's oh sucked. wait one. Well, no, you're not talking about. You're talking about Titanfall and. Okay, you're talking about Battlefield, Battlefield One, was it right? Yeah, yeah Battlefield One, and yeah, that's a completely fair. Completely ridiculous. And, and I don't know if that's on him, but like the because thing that, somebody forgot to go to business school. Yeah, it's like, and it's not necessarily that it was his decision. It's that he was the guy, and like I, if I had to take a guess, this is why he probably departed. Right? Was that he was the guy who had to defend everything. Regardless if it was his right. choice or not. Sure. He was the guy who was put in the forefront of that. And the biggest case of this recently was it's like, oh, hey, we really screwed up our decisions on Battlefront 2, which probably more so came out of a place of appeasing stockholders as opposed to one particular person's decision. Um, and therefore, we have to eat it now. And you were the guy that says, Kreef creator or was it chief creative out officer or whatever go out there and be the ceo that eats this because we don't want our ceo out there and that's what it is so i can totally understand why he wants to leave i wish him the best of luck because he seems like a generally nice person um honest person at least it's just like how much can you sling bs is sure i mean and with something like yeah you have to understand that's going to be a chief thing because you're in public company. Yep. So, uh, Dishonored is taking a break from John. I'm sorry, John. Weekly Games chat co-host John has never been shy in declaring his love for Arcane's FPS action masterpiece series Dishonored. So it's with a heavy heart that Arcane told him 
They need a break. At this year's QuakeCon, lead designer Ricardo Baer spoke about the series, saying, quote, I can't definitively what or definitively say, <laughs> look, I copied this. Uh, I can't definitively what might happen down the, or say what might happen down the road. Anything could happen, but Dishonored is resting for now. Bear offered no details on Arcane's next project. Dishonored and its sequel were highly praised upon release, but the sequel failed to place in the top 10 games sold when it released in 2016. I mean, it didn't. It came out in November 2016. It did not place in the top 10 of uh, MPD for November 2016, which anyone who looks at sales data, usually with video games, um, your first week is your best week that you'll ever had, of course, you know, for I'd say 90%. So that was the case here. Um, and it kind of like establishes growing trend. John, you, you respect this of, of, a lot of Bethesda like second hand games, right? Like where they release and sure they get a lot of praise because outside maybe like prey, sure they didn't get a lot of praise, but like, you know, Wolfenstein two. And of course this game, they both got a lot of praise and they just didn't sell nearly as well as maybe some people had hoped. Plus your single player experiences. And you know what a decline that's on. But most specifically, (laughs) this is not a surprise. I mean, at one point, a creative designer for Dishonored series says, it's on hold. If we ever do go back to it, it's not going to be these characters. It's going to be something completely different. And I hope that. I never expected them to jump on the bandwagon anytime soon. I mean, look. I, while you're right, these things have not sold gangbusters. I do believe that they've made their money. I do believe that they've garnered mm. profit from their games. And if that is all it takes to art for Arcane to continue making games, that's fine with me. Even regardless Prey, of because I thought Prey was a brilliant game. Hey, regardless of what they've done, um, I don't mind a studio taking a break. You know, like look. You can make a case way back in the day that, uh, Bioware should just keep making two things. They should just make Dragon Age and they should make Knights of the Old Republic, right? Um, they took a break from both of those and they made Mass Effect and it was an amazing trilogy, if you ask me. If Arcane takes a break from Dishonored and they make an amazing game next, who cares that they took a break? If they come, if it's, you know, sure. It sucks that it might be six, eight years before I see another Dishonored game. But if Arcane is making a masterpiece like they, like Dishonored was, in my opinion, both that and its sequel, who cares? All that matters is that there's a great game. Um, and if they come back eventually, I'll be really happy because Dunwall, um, and I can't remember the name of the second city. What's the name of the second city, John? You know. Uh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's probably why it didn't sell well. Uh, <laughs> but, but at least with Dumbwall, um, it was an interesting place to walk around and, and to learn about the lore. Um, Xbox and Sony have revealed new controllers. Tired of your bland black controllers on your favorite console twice? Well, 
or twice. twice. Yeah. On your console of choice. Good news. It's getting late, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Both Sony late. and Microsoft have new controllers available this fall. Microsoft is set to release a translucent controller called the Phantom Black Special Edition, as well as a gray-blue combo. Additionally, it was leaked by The Verge that Microsoft is working on a new version of its Xbox One Elite controller planned for release in October, codenamed Washburn. <laughs> Sony, meanwhile, has four new offerings. <laughs> Berry Blue, Sunset Orange, Blue Campbell, and Copper. You know what? I'm a really nice guy, so if I recall... I pulled this up for you guys as far as the Sony ones. If you ask me, Sunset Orange is just a excuse to Auburn fans. Would you agree? Or Clemson. No, no, no. Dude, that's more purpley blue. Yeah, now, yeah. Oriole, to be fair, Orioles fans, they're buying the copper one, right? I do like that berry Baltimore blue. Now that I get a second look at it. I feel like that's... I kind of like the berry blue, too. Yeah. But when I'm looking I always at the, like a good camo When I'm looking too. at the, uh, blue, the uh, berry blue, I think like that's the official No Man's Sky controller. Yeah, I can see that. Like yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Just the way it's designed. I promise you, I'm not buying Sunset Orange though. No, I you wouldn't can keep your orange, controller. orange people. F Sunset Orange. It's a great controller though, isn't it? What the PlayStation controller, yeah, the Nintendo really Pro is. controller, is second better. best controller this generation. If, well, no wait. If Nintendo's Pro controller, third. no. If it had third what best controller, John's talking, Chris. <laughs> third best controller this generation, PlayStation number one. Xbox One. Number two. Boo. Home. Number two. Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Sure. Number three. DualShock. Uh, Xbox One Pro Controller is last on my list because it's really hard to go from the trigger to the shoulder mm-hmm. with your pointer finger. It's an awkward transition. Let me ask you, how long does that Pro Controller last, though? A long time. Compared to your DualShock? Uh, hours yeah, upon seven hours. to eight hours. The DualShock battery blows. It does, especially when you um, when you. Why do I sound like my sinuses are messing up now? Do you hear that? No, you sound great. You're just saying that tomorrow. No. Tomorrow you'll be like, man, that guy sounded tired AF. To me, you sound um, like a hero that can save him. <laughs> <laughs> um, that battery life on all the Nintendo stuff, it's great. The it's the Joy Cons yeah. like. They're amazing. Like I think the Joy Cons average out about twelve hours. Yeah, on per Joy Con, that's twenty four hours um, combined. But like, and, and again, like, so you're <laughs> saying like, here's these two separate things, and again, they last longer than just one charge on the Dual Shock, yeah. and that's like the big criticism. Like uh, our buddy Mike, you just wanted to say criticism. Yeah, criticism. <laughs> um, <laughs> Our buddy Mike, like this week, he posted this meme. Relief or? Yeah, Ryan Leaf. Okay. Ryan Leaf posted this meme in our chat with us where he was like, all like, look at the, look at the Xbox One controller. It has batteries. And I was like, who gives an F if it has batteries? Yeah. When that controller goes for 30 hours compared to your eight hours. Yeah. Because it's my biggest complaint whenever I'm playing my, uh, my PlayStation 4. But you say all this, Chris. Do you know who's playing my Xbox controller? Mm. Tinley upstairs playing Disneyland. As she should. You know, look, <laughs> we're building a generation. Yeah, we are. When we come back to the next one, she's going to be all like, Dad, but, you have to buy an Xbox. You're going to be like, what do you mean? you be like, you've let me play Xbox for 10 years, Dad. So I've known it. <laughs> um, Bethesda put Sony into a cross-play corner. Oh, no. 
Bethesda's Elder Scrolls Legends is already out on PC and mobile platforms, but President P. Hines is preparing <laughs> for its upcoming launch on consoles <laughs> by calling out Sony, stating crossplay for Legends is critical to the game's success. Quote, for Legends, it's absolutely critical, both crossplay, which is how Legends works right now on every device, you're playing against somebody who could be on any device. And more importantly, cross-platform progression, which means no matter what you do on any platform, you load up the game, and so long as you're logged in, here's all your progression, here's everything you had, everything you were doing. If you were in the middle of a match on PC and I flipped your laptop closed while you were in the middle of a match, you'd load it up on your phone and you'd be right back in the match where you were. That is a must for us on any platform. If we have to start segmenting our audience to say folks on this platform can only play with folks on that platform or any progress you make on this platform can't be there, then man, that's a bad situation. We are moving ahead with the assumption that any platform we release it on must support cross-progression and cross-play. When asked if the PS4... uh, release could be pulled if Sony refuses to allow crossplay. Heinz answered, I imagine the answer is fairly dire, but I don't want to jump to conclusions yet because there's a lot of space between yes and no. Would they say no to this, but yes to this? It could present unforeseen and a workable solution. That said, I, look, this is good to me yeah. because is a major, you know, Bethesda has been this interesting thing where like, because that I don't think they're like a public company, right? They're a privately owned, but still stock based company. And they can, it feels like they can take shots like this. Yeah. Like they, like peons can come in and go like, no, 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 no. I ain't got no stockholdership piece. F you, Sony. Yeah. Get on board or else we ain't coming to where you need to be. Crossplay is happening for our game. We don't care about what you'd say. And like he went on and he said in our ways, <laughs> he, he went and said like, look, like we would like to have it on Fallout 76. He said it wasn't a, necessar- uh, a necessary thing to make 76 work or to be a hit. But with this, a, a smaller title, right? Than 76. He is, he's doubling down and he's basically saying, no, no, we going to be crossplay and we don't give a F how you feel, Sony, about this. If you want some profits, you will cave. This is the card game. Yeah. Well, not, no, no, this isn't a card game. No, this is not the card game. Elder this Scrolls is, Legends is the card game. I thought, no, this is like the solo version of uh, the mobile version of Elder Scrolls they have. Maybe I'm wrong. No, uh, you might be thinking of... Um, the one they revealed. The one that's coming out soon, Blades. Oh, I think John. Oh, maybe right. yeah, you might be right. Yeah, we'll see. This is the card game. So I will find out. Next, yep, yeah, our next. So yeah. Oh no, yep, um, um, you might be right. I will. I will eat crew. Just put just put legends on the switch, man. Seriously, I'm sure it's on the switch. Or how about leave uh, Hearthstone alone? F Hearthstone. Why you got to come get some Hearthstone? Oh my! Yeah, yep, it's a card game. But I can understand where they're coming from. This is just like Hearthstone. Yeah, of course it is. God, everybody copies Blizzard. Of course they do. 
copy you you um you know somewhere square saw this going like mother you're copying what we did in like final fantasy <laughs> six yeah, well, this is fun i love do card games like this john are so fun with the animations and once you start understanding what the cards do and how to win it's so hearthstone still blows my mind i don't get it i just don't get it there it's not it's not wrapped it's around. It, it it can be fun, but it's not wrapped around a very good tutorial. It's just I can like, agree with that. It's just like there you go. Here's some cards, and, and you're getting and you're getting John, smoked. The cards tell you what really, they do. They do, but they don't. But you they know what do. I'm saying? I you're getting. I you're do, get, and I don't. You're getting. You're getting <laughs> smoked by somebody online, uh-huh. and you can't even understand why. Well, it's called being dumb. Or no, how, how are you not paying attention to what's happening during the Sean, game? Sean, you need to shut up. So we can wrap this up. No, but I never do. Bareback for life. <laughs> what? Mountain? What? <laughs> um, look, look, when it comes to Sony, I, I, I fully support, whether I agree or not, I fully support their stance on not I doing don't. crossplay. That being said, I don't support them not doing crossplay when it comes to having someone's separate account tied to a Sony platform that they can't bring to other platforms because you don't own that data. Yeah. I like the big thing for this. <laughs> exactly. The big thing I would say with this is like, this is a game that obviously is going to be built in at least some regards, if not a major point on microtransactions, right? Like people are going to go out there and they're going to buy packs trying to get certain cards. And that's fine. I don't mind that because you can easily compete in these games based on intelligent gameplay and and deck design and and just battling your way to get more things. Um but I have a problem with if I have to start a deck on Sony's platform and then when I go to everyone else's platform, I have a different deck that I'm building. Like that's not cool, right? I want a situation what Pete Hines is talking about. Like I want to be able to go and say, I'm here at home. Let me turn on my PlayStation and play some Elder Scrolls Legends. And then when I'm at work, let me pick up my phone and play some Elder Scrolls Legends. And I don't want to think about which platform I am on when i'm buying packs i'm spending money whatever because it's all going to one you say you want this Chris. one system well, i mean that's all well and good but yeah if they're trying to do that with with this game why don't they do it with fallout shelter i mean i think in you he, he said this. switch he, you can't go from playstation you can't go from xbox he said this and then go to your mobile phone he he it's has said this game. he has said this like in a perfect world that would be the case but that's not the way they built. He also said, like, that's not the way they built that game. I understand what he's saying. Like, like one is a single player experience and you get by doing this. But what he's saying is the other is literally built to be picked up no matter where you are to play wherever you want. Um, so in a perfect world, yeah, I agree. I agree. I should be able to pick up wherever I want in Fallout 76 and be like, Sean, I don't care if your shack's on the Xbox server or the PC server or the mobile server i'm gonna take my dude and he's gonna come out here and the moment you walk out of your little shack i'm gonna shotgun you in your face i'm gonna take your stuff <laughs> i mean because i love you if bethesda, but it needs to be done like you said they're not a publicly traded company if yeah. bethesda have some has some sort of board of directors 
this guy's going to stand before them and go, yeah, we didn't put it on PlayStation. And the board will say... Could happen. So what did you have against 80 million players? He's That's say, the conversation. This is all talk. To me, Bethesda I think, though, the, but he can win this. Beth- nah, Bethesda's the one that's going to cave here. No, I, I disagree because he can come back and you say, why didn't you put on 80 million? He's like, because I want congruent talk between these 30 million people. I understand these, what he wants. These, these 100 million people on PC and these, like, 500 million people on phones. I understand what he wants. So 80 million? Yeah, it hurts. But if he's getting every single one else to come on board to what his vision is, who cares? I bet you he's not speaking for the board of directors. Mm. He's doing an interview. Maybe. And if he's, and, I don't and think he would say that if he though. He shuts down PlayStation because of talk like this. Mm-hmm. I don't see that going well. I understand. I guess we'll see. I understand that. that. I understand that he's right. But as I've said on many occasions, being right is not a bulletproof vest. Sure. Sure. That's fair. That's fair. I would just, um, I mean, look, we'll find out pretty soon because this is supposed to be out by the end of the year on consoles. I would just more so bet that P. Hines to me, it seems like a smart guy as far as what he says and what he does. But he say. even walked it back at the end of the statement. Yeah. I he mean, goes, okay. I'm not going to say no, no. It could be somewhere yeah, if he between sees no certain yes, things because I'm sure he's giving himself an out in this statement. Well, if he can have a thing like, okay, imagine like a situation with PlayStation, you say, Look, you can't play with other players, but you can carry over your account. Was was he care then? Your progression is going regardless. You just when you're playing on PlayStation 4 servers, you can only play with other PlayStation people. I understand that point completely. He's saying like, look, the big thing he doesn't want is a situation like right now what's happening with Fortnite where it's like Hey, I have this. P- Nobody's talking about yeah. Fortnite anymore, Chris. Oh, they are. Nobody they are. They, they very much are. And like the whole entire, I mean, throw nobody, that out what you will, but no, no, it's no. an I'm issue. Not, I'm not saying that nobody's talking about the game. Nobody's talking about that controversy from two months ago. It's so controversy. Nobody cares anymore. They do. But I mean, like if you sit there and you think about it, I don't want that scenario. And he doesn't want that scenario. He doesn't want this scenario where you Sony go where won. you want. Sony won that battle. How? Because nobody's talking about it. I would say they are. I mean, show me an article in the past month. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, I'm fading. Anyways, he THQ. Said, after he half said, a beer. No, no, no. I'm just tired. He said. But he said. I'm. I'm kind of with John, Chris. Oh. People aren't talking about Fortnite anymore. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's the power of capitalism. Over time, your your idea is that you just. You stomach whatever it's going on and, and you move on. It would have mattered. Well, exactly. But it would have mattered had everybody stopped playing Fortnite on PlayStation and went over to another platform. You know where right. I think it comes. Look, exactly if, right. I, if I had to be honest, the thing where it's going to resurface and it's going to play the most major damage regardless, right? Did you say half a beer? <laughs> I was, I was Three-fourths of the beer. I, I drank the whole thing. I was just jabbing you. It hurt. Anyway, <laughs> that, that jab went straight to my jawline. <laughs> Anyways, I think like the place where that, what you're talking about plays the most is probably at the launch of the next console generation. I think that's fair. I mean, like Boo. that's, that's where it comes out. If Microsoft comes out and says, look, we don't care what happens this generation. We could sell a hundred million Xboxes. We promise you this. We will always allow crossplay. And Sony comes out and they say, 
no matter what F crossplay, we want our money. There's a freaking issue for the fans to decide on right there. And they, they will have to decide with their wallets, right? They can make a choice whatever the way they want, but that that's, that's a choice that presses on them. That depends. Does Fortnite still exist? I'm sure and it will. Do they have their saves? But will they have Terraflops? And will they have a choice of moving their saves to the PlayStation 5 and that's the only option they have? So oh, it matters. Yeah, sure. It does definitely matter. We'll see. You talk a big game, not you. Yeah. You talk a big game, but when push comes to shove, you got 300 hours in this game and you don't, oh, have, yeah, I agree and you don't have the sack to start over. You say that, but then <laughs> I thought the same thing about Call of Duty and I watched a bunch of people the switch sack. on that. <laughs> Um, are you comparing Fortnite's data and saves and all the stats you have to a Call of Duty? I'm talking to the fact that yes, yes like, in like, short, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm comparing to a franchise that annually sell John. Or there, sold was, there was a time thirty million annually, yeah, I'm, yeah. But I'm talking about a game that doesn't end. Exactly, over over exactly. Yes, that's over what over. That's what most Call of Duty people would say is like. There's look, not gonna okay. There's not gonna be a Fortnite two. We're still in early access oh. to Fortnite 1, technically. Yeah. You are not. You want to bet? They're you know, never going to charge gonna you money for this thing. Do you want to bet? They're never going to charge you money for this thing. It's still in early access. I don't, never I can't, I don't know because I don't work for them, John. It sounds like you don't care. I win. They'll find a way. <laughs> uh, THQ hey, Nordic. Life. Yes. Has acquired Time Splitters IP. Who cares? Th- a lot of people apparently. THQ Nordic has acquired the Time Slayers franchise from Crytek. Quote, we are hugely excited to have acquired Time Slayers. The original game gave fans a massive content offer yeah, it did. and provide a pure and genuinely fun arcade shooter experience. Three games were released in the early 2000s to high praise before the studio behind the games. Free Radical Design suffered sales problems with other titles. I think it was called Haze or something like that. I can't remember the name. Um, that's, this is pretty big. I never played the Time Splitter games, but I remember in the early 2000s consistently reading about these games and how hyped people were about them. I've never um, heard of these games. Really? Yeah. Uh, they were big on Sega consoles. That's probably why, cause Sega sucks. Ouch. Damn. Except for the Dreamcast. They were on that console. Oh. <laughs> I played Crazy Taxi and other games. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did you play NBA 2K? I did. Did you play NFL 2K? It was, they were glorious. I love NFL 2K. Yeah. Um, that's cool though. I mean, like it, if anything, it just shows that THQ seems to be the, I mean, they have the right idea. Acquire everything you can, parse out what can work and what cannot. He said parse out, John, and go from there. I like it. Uh, next up, Halo Infinite is Halo 6. While it was implied. 343 Studios has confirmed to fans that Halo Infinite is the next official entry in the main Halo franchise, and it's not as a prequel or a spinoff. Jeff Easterling put it in plain terms during a Mixer stream saying, quote, it's Halo 6. You should just consider it Halo 6. Uh, the game will feature a debut of the studio's new slip space engine i think that's supposed to be like from my understanding that's like the next gen engine for that yeah. like that you know how gonna, i know that too 
Because I've never heard of the slip space engine, Chris. Exactly. So you're like, obviously, <laughs> oh, it's from a place that's in space the, I haven't been Yeah, to. that's the next engine. Yeah. So you should consider, consider this a Halo 6 game? Yes. Even if it's a turn-based RPG. <laughs> no. I think, uh, I mean, in, I figured when they were teasing up, I was like, there's no way they're teasing an offsuit. Because, like, I remember Halo 3 coming out, and it wasn't, I mean, like, next year was ODST, and the year after that was like, oh, here's Reach. There is no way after three years that they would come back and be like, by the way, here's this glorious trailer that we're offering very little context for that very much looks like it's on next gen. And, uh, by the way, it's prequel. It has nothing to do with the next All thing I'm saying is you don't show a trailer like that. Yeah. Without the clear intent of making the next iteration of Halo something very different. Yeah. I think, uh, if so to I say that it's Halo six, what he, what people think he's implying is it's just another Halo game. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. You're going to be sorely disappointed if you think this is just another Halo game. It's not. I think it will be a design. You heard of, it here first. I don't know how the main story will be. I'm sure it will conclude whatever they've set up in the the new trilogy. I think the idea when I hear Infinite, personally, is this idea of like here's this online system that we're going to continually update and build for fans that are halo like the thing that most people don't seem to realize is that like halo 5 when it came out it sold well and then it started building on sales after the fact like it's done very well post launch uh much well, like in the way of well Rainbow sean Six. does does well too after launch of course he's slipping i was slipping yeah why am i slipping your eyes are just glazed over yeah I'm, I'm just tired man come here I usually, I'm usually calling into bed in about 30 minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna. I work from home tomorrow. Yeah. Where are you training tomorrow? Huh? What, what, what line of business you train tomorrow? You still know cancer? It's personal. Yeah. No. Don't say this stuff. It gives it away, Chris. Yeah. They don't know that. No, I'm, I'm in my own, my own area now. Oh, you're in your own area? Yeah. You get to work from your desk tomorrow? No, I mean like a different, my own area. Speaking oh. of your own area. Can I like, uh. Speaking of something in my own area at my house. Can we like Skype all day tomorrow? No. Why would no. we be able to do that? I'm going to be at work. I thought we were friends. We, we are, Chris. <laughs> you said you were Just close. read finally, please. <laughs> finally this week. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. It's not you. It's me. I've had beer. <laughs> finally this week. <laughs> PlayStation VR has thrit hit. Three million. Nice. Sony has announced that it has sold through. That's, that's not like put to people, but actually sold through. Uh, three million PlayStation VR units as well as 21.9. Let's just say 22 million. Let's just go on and say that, right? It's probably hit it by now. Uh, VR titles. <laughs> Additionally, the company has now provided a top list of its selling titles. They include number one, Elder Scrolls, Five Skyrim VR, PlayStation VR Worlds, Rec Room, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, PlayStation VR, uh, The Job Simulator, uh, Until Dawn, Russia Blood, Batman Arkham VR, Farpoint, and Super Hot. Additionally, the company has now gave John the best excuse ever to finally buy a uh, copy of the hardware as it is announced that VR title Creed Rise to Glory, aka the boxing game based off the sequel Creed, 
which is based on AKA the Rocky Rambo, universe. AKA AKA Rocky, yeah. AKA, AKA somewhere. Uh, yeah, I have to believe Stallone somewhere in this game. He's got to uh, be. It will be out on September yeah, 25th. Are you over there pushing that back for? Hey, are you no bell, John? Why are you pushing that back? I will never buy this game. You have to. No. You have to. Why are you afraid to punch? Are like you being a grown man punching in your house with a stupid mask on your face? If it was called Rocky Rise to Glory, would you buy it? Sean, do you think this is an impressive Ignore. number? Uh, Three yeah, million. yeah. I, I believe that uh, basically the VR, um, the landscape, it's starting from somewhere, and it's going to grow. And obviously, this is the first really, I guess, numerical value we've got that shows how it's growing. Um, yeah. In two years, three million is not less like than through years. the roof, but also it's a peripheral that you're buying on top of an already expensive system. Like connect with more so with with not that many really AAA specific titles for it. Uh, these are a lot. They, the titles are made for the VR, uh, but if you see here, like Resident Evil and then Elder Scrolls are in the top, like what five? That shows you that people want AAA titles in a VR format. People are excited about it still. People still play it. Um, I, I I recently tried to introduce two of my friends to it. Tried? Uh, Were you successful? I don't know. I I think maybe one, but maybe not the other. I'm just I'm just not impressed with this number. Mm. It's it's like this is completely anecdotal, but I you know I tried Oculus. Yeah. Came home yeah, that did. night. My wife said to me, "Your wife, your wife." Did you play it? I did. What'd you think? I said it was really amazing. Yeah. She said, so I guess we're getting a VR set now. I go, nope, I don't want one. Right. And I think that's the mentality. I think people think it's amazing. I think people no, enjoy their possibly. experiences with it. Possibly. Let's, uh, let's consider, look, it was half the price, but a Connect for Xbox when it came out uh-huh. was $150. Yeah. In two years, they sold 30 million units. Yeah. And the majority of those were bundled with consoles. Yeah. that That's a fun fact. That's, um, but still, let's AKA say. AKA you could buy a $200 say, console and just include a Connect. Let's yeah. say, let's say it was a majority. The does that mean, majority. Does that mean the minority was three million units? I think the the thing to point out with Connect is that I don't know if they ever sold twenty one point nine million Connect games. Connect games, like there was maybe at most three titles that people ever thought they needed. I'm to just trying Kinect. to present the case that possibly. I mean, you said you said last week that uh, mm-hmm. this met sales expectations. It did, but you have to be careful with that terminology. Just because they expected it to sell this doesn't mean that was their goal. They said that's their no, goal. No, you, you said you said repeatedly this met sales expectations, not sales goals. Right. Those are two very different things. It is. Goal is what have. you want. Expect is what you know. They have said that within Nintendo, their first Nintendo, year, when when Nintendo was reporting losses with the Wii U, they always used the terminology sales expectations, uh-huh. not sales goals. Their sales goal, if I recall, for the PlayStation VR in its first year, they wanted to sell one million. They sold that in about eight months, and since then, like the bigger thing is they had a cool down period, and then afterwards, as price dropped on the product, they've seen exponential growth. Like we hit two million. I mean, like, it's easy to forget this. Like, 2 million came in, like, February of this year. Hey, so you're saying in less than... The Wii U than, came out with Mario Kart, and the console sold exponentially. I guess, like, the way to say the is, like, there's 600%. not... There's not, like, considerably, considerably like, some high-end 
title that's always driving this. I think the way to see it is this, is that it's this thing that's new. That's a fair point to say. It's, it's in its infancy stages compared to so like yeah. everything that's going on with games, right? It's in, in an infant stage. Yeah. It's something new. We've never seen this before. And the way to view it is the way to like, view it. HTC, the way, to view it. the way HTC Vive the other week or just like this week announced that they have a wireless that's legit. Uh, adapter coming to their headset. PSVR, like it's going to be pricey. Yeah, but the thing to say is like, dude, you're already seeing where everyone who has this, whether it be HTC Vive, uh, Oculus Rift, or PlayStation VR, I think they all understand where they're going. They all understand like, look, right now the race is to get to a wireless device. That's where they're all going. And the question does, is, dude. the question is, is the market survivable until they get there? And I would say. From what I've seen, yeah, it is because yeah, like Beat here. Saber, Beat Saber came out in June this year, and as soon as it hit on Oculus, everyone was talking about it. They had an Oculus, and like all these little games, whether it be Moss that was coming out right. on PlayStation Still my or, favorite or like game. Three. other things, like there was a there was a <laughs> game that was developed by Chris. Um, he's not sold. I can't remember if it was Crytek or whoever that I saw the trailer for E3, and I was like, I really want to play that, and I. Th- I think it's going to end up coming to all three consoles as far as VR brands. Like the moment I saw, I was like, I I'm still investing in this. Like it's fine. Three more things to consider. Yeah. One, a popular title or a title that got significant praise resident evil on Mm -hmm. the platform. Resident evil two is not coming to VR. That doesn't surprise me. That, yeah, that should tell you something. No, if no. it's if, a remake listen. or a remaster, whatever it's. To me, one is a like uh-uh. major producer. It's a remaster. Thing. Well, that's your me, reason. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make three points. Let me let me give me some time to make. Talk it. to me Go about it again. If Doom uh-huh. or an Elder, you don't you never saw on this list of top ten Doom on here because Doom VR sucked. Doom's not coming back. It sucked. Sure, but Elder Scrolls was, is number sucked. one. What? Elder Scrolls is number one. Bundled yeah. with the machine. Who right. cares? So was Doom. Okay. All right. You're telling me <laughs> you're telling me that Connect bundled with a console doesn't matter. Well, I would now say you're telling me this matters. Let the me make, bigger let me thing I would say is points. Job Simulator make, is number if, six if on may, the list. Let me make two final points. Yeah. All right. Why are you getting defensive? I'm not. I'm just trying to talk. I'm not. Sound defensive. I'm not today, defensive today. <laughs> on podcast beyond. Sure. A letter came in and said, "I don't care what give they me have your to say, pri- by the way." <laughs> You don't care what Brian Altano has to say? Not at this point. I don't care about that show. Can we just say what the letter said? But go ahead. I want to know what yeah. the letter said. I really don't care about PlayStation or is that podcast. Drunk, is that drunk Chris just talking? No. I mean, like, podcast beyond what used to be as opposed to what it is now, I don't care about it. And I, I mean, like, no disrespect to them. They are entitled to make so, the show that so you, they want to make, and that's cool. I, the show that they made... Five years ago is not the show I care about now. Okay, are you saying they don't like you? Don't like their format? Sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, yeah. How about their thoughts and opinions? As yeah, as I don't care like, about their thoughts and opinions as the way it did. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm just saying that. <laughs> just saying, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to do right now. I don't know. I mean, it's an opinion. Yeah, take it for whatever you. If you love PlayStation so, uh, okay. podcast beyond on IGN, power to you. 
me personally, I'm not a huge fan of what they become. I'd rather listen to uh, Sacred Symbols, Old Collins Their podcasts, collective opinion you know, like in that. the media. You don't care about that. Say no. you don't like their style. Say you don't like their platform. Say you don't like the intro music, all that stuff. But yeah. to collectively say you don't care about I, any of those opinions in there, I've Andrew listened, Goldfarb? I like Andrew Goldfarb. He's, Max Scoville? He's I don't Marty like Max, Sleva? So. No. Well, Marty Sleva is no longer an IGN. Oh, really? Yeah. He Brian Altano. Up. You don't give a crap about his opinions. I've never given a crap about what Brian Altano has Why are you name dropping? It's making me uncomfortable. You shouldn't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Never <laughs> giving a crap with Brian Altano, I to say, personally. This is collapsing. Yeah. But anyway, um, I would just say, look, to me, you're saying there's 3 million units. There's 22 million titles basically sold. That's like seven titles per average on people that's there. That means a healthy ecosystem. Sure, it's All a right, small I'm going to get this out whether you care eco. or not. When asked about the the potential and the growth of the PlayStation VR, all right, there were four people on the podcast today. Collective groan across across all people. Okay, but those opinions don't matter. I mean, but ours do. I, think I never that, said they didn't. I think I the groan happened because they need to see more titles, and yeah. a lot of people were thirsty for titles that we aren't getting. To me, we love what we've got right now. We just want more. To me, PSV I've always said that this. had a huge attach rate. Failed console. Yeah. To me, the way I've always, you're right. To me, to me, the way I've always, but I like my VR, John. The way I've always viewed this is kind of, it's, it's early technology. I mean, like, I'm not expecting it to be the game changer or the industry standard. Controls was early technology. Yeah. I'm trying to say that I think this has a better build up versus. Something like motion controls, which came up and blew up and said, Hey, here's like a hundred million units sold that have motion controls and it doesn't end up working out because there's a lot of just basic malware. I think this, this is up? something <laughs> really. I, I yeah. think this is okay. <laughs> um, I think this is something that is building up and will be a long term delivery. Like in Sean, I, I think you see this too where. Yeah. Maybe in like, not now, not yeah, now. Right. I, I'll agree with it right now. Like we're not in a place where VR is the standard of anything, but I could see like in 10 years from now where, Hey, by the way, here's a wireless headset that can do just as powerful yeah, as people any other console that's yeah. out there. And I can put it on and I can go into a first person world. Now I don't have to just use a joystick, whatever, but in 10 years, they better hurry up then. Well, I'm saying because if ten, I know anything about why, gamers, why do they care about in ten years? If I if I know anything about gamers, they lose interest fast. You say that, but I you say that I say that, but you say that. When no, you I, they might view. Home wait, third party games, or, or I should say, third person games, started building in 1996. As far as 3D graphics are concerned, that built over nearly 20 years, and now it's in perfection mode. So anyone who says that something just because it's not perfect when it launched, go back and play a PlayStation game that was in 3D uh, as far as graphics back in 1996 and tell me it's as nearly as good as something played today. I challenge you. You're going to find disappointment. Uh, yeah. But if you go back and you actually play those things, you'll see like, oh, it set something up that came Further down the line, that was very but powerful. But it cost fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, not three hundred dollars. I agree with you, and that's John, that's the thing. It's the beginning part 
of a movement. And I would say don't <laughs> don't disrespect it now because I definitely No one's disrespecting. I'm just telling you it's a failure. I would t- <laughs> three million's a failure. In two years with eighty million consoles but out yet there. But yet they're completely wild. satisfied. Who's compl- no, you don't Sony. Uh, you don't know the difference between meat sale as expectations and meat sales goals. But they, they say it's PR speak as you like to say. So it wait, they said we want in a year, we want to hit one million. In less than a year, they hit one million. Uh in less than two years, they hit three million. I don't understand where the failure is on their part, other than like you were saying, here's an unreasonable expectation. You must do what Kinect did because it was bundled with it. And we're going to make that comparison versus what they want the console to do, which is, hey, sell enough to get enough software titles out there to make us a profit. And 21.9 million, aka 22 million, seems to be a decent basis for a start. I I wouldn't say they should start on that or, or they should end on it. But if you said like in three more years, they've gone for 3 million to say I don't know 8 or 9 million PS4, uh, PSVR tile sold and or headset sold and that like grows to say from 22 million to I don't know 60, 70 million units sold as far as titles what do they care? That's an investment that's another place of profit for them on top of regular games. Look, Sean's smelling his fingers right now, so I think we better move on. I just wanted you to play uh, Creed for me. I'm not going to do it. I'll see the movie ten times. Yeah, you will. Will you listen to Nickelback? Huh? Hero will save us. Electronic mail from the future. Emails. Uh, if you want to write your thoughts to Weekly Game Chat, you can do so by writing into Weekly Game Chat at gmail.com. Uh, first up, Sean writes in. I did? You did. Oh you my spelled goodness. your name wrong, too. Oh, I'm a mess. Right? Uh, he says, hey, guys. Hey. Say hey. Hey, Sean. John, say hey. What's up? Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. Sean here again. Hope you guys had a good past week, question mark. Yeah, it was all right. Things happened. Um. Oh, wait. I hit the space. Okay. We're good. Yeah, we're I good. I want to Chris. be sure. Just calm down. I hit space bar and then one. Everybody just calm down. Uh, wanted to thank you guys for good advice last week. I fired up my Xbox One XXXX on Friday for We Happy Few and in... Update was immediately required before playing, and I was relieved to see I had the full game accessible to me. On a side note, I meant I hope to see a good game between the Longhorns and you guys this season. Keeping you guys on your toes, but wishful thinking, I guess. Uh, looks like we have a slash face of smiles. Uh, anyways, I had an idea for a topic maybe you guys could do a top t- 10 or 20 of you guys old school games from the NES or original Xbox PlayStation 2 days. A few of mine are Mel Gear for NES, Secret of Evermore, and Zelda Link to the Past uh, for SNES, Boo. and Legacy of Kane, Mel Gear Solid, 
in Final Fantasy VIII. I wasn't speaking, booing your Zelda. I was booing his SNES, sir. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, speaking of Metal Gear Solid, you guys been following the director of Kong movie? Uh, he is in works for making a Metal Gear Solid movie. I did not know that. I did not know that too. He has some concept art already. What is your thoughts about this? That'd be seen. Seems pretty cool to me if he does it. Yeah. I hope he does it. I love a freaking Metal Gear Solid movie. I think, I think that, that genre could actually be pretty dope in a theater. Do you feel like though it should be like everything should be produced and directed and by, uh, coordinated by Koji? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, if yeah. it's not on the screen 47 times before we see the main character. I just can't believe in it. Yeah. Can you? No. No. Uh, once again, thank you guys for the advice and game on. Game on, sir. Game on. Uh, PS, let the power of the Richard be with you this week. Indeed. I do need a little extra on my Richard. What? Oh, what did I just say out loud? <laughs> uh, next up, Scott Skiles. Right, and he says, Hola, amigos. Hola, senor. Uh, I was having a debate with a friend about movies based on video games <laughs> and funny. whether or not any objectivity decent or there are any objectively uh, decent ones. Well, the fan trailer for Nathan Fillion's Uncharted movie was awesome. I doubt we'll ever see something so perfect to be realized on screen. This world doesn't deserve it. Sad face. Uh, but it got me thinking. What movies have I seen recently that would make a great game in their own right? I came late to the party, but I recently got around to watching both John Wick film or John Wick films. If I would, if there ever was a series that would make for a killer game, it has to be those flicks. Combining Hitman, GTA, and Never Touch of Fantasy, I can't think of another cinematic, cinematic world that would be more ripe for exploration in a video game. Triple A format. Thoughts? All the best and game the F on Scott. Game the F on, sir. Uh, as long as it wasn't an adaptation of the film, yeah. it could be good. I mean, um, what is it? Uh, Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay was considered a quite a phenomenal game yeah. based on the world of Riddick, but not based on a movie. I watch, I, I, I may be in the, in the minority, but I love the World of Warcraft movie just titled Warcraft. It's not um, bad. It's not bad. It could it be better? Sure. But I think it's a, it's, it's objectively decent. Um, how do you feel about what's his face? Ben old. What's his face playing sorcerer? What's his face? Yeah. And work right. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like throwing down some lightning. Yeah. It was all, it was all right. Um, it was ish. I'll say this. The like, orcs were better. I wouldn't mind anything based on John Wick that could be interesting. Actually, if I was thinking about popular movie franchises adapted to video game, especially playing something like Splinter Cell, which I'm a huge fan of and they need to bring back. Um, Mission Possible. Mission Possible is a freaking video game. Makes a lot of sense to me. Works in a lot of ways. And if someone were to adapt that, I totally could buy into it and it makes sense. Like, oh, hey, here I am, you know, climbing this skyscraper for espionage and I'm going to jump to another skyscraper and break into it. Like that is Splinter Cell. That's what people loved about that game. So. Uh, if they wanted to do something like that, I could be into it. Um, as far as other franchises, I don't know. Be interesting to see Armageddon as far as a game. 
Like where you go and you land on a rock. Really? You brought out Bruce Willis? Look, I, I just like the idea of there's a video game where I look over and uh, Steve Buscemi's on a nuclear warhead riding it like it's a pony. That'd be my take on that. Um, Next up. Chapman writes in. And he says, what's up, Richards? Couldn't help myself. What's up, buddy? What up? John, you got anything to say? Hey. Okay. Uh, I hope you are all having a great week and all is well across the Atlantic. It's good to have some football back. I Am I right directed to Chris and Sean only? <laughs> F you, John, apparently. Uh, I stayed up super late watching bad preseason NFL on Friday. Excited for both college and NFL season to get going. I have to say, Chapman, um, I am cautiously getting optimistic about my Redskins. A lot there that makes me go, maybe we won't be so bad. But we'll see. Uh, to update, this summer has been a slow gaming for me. My special lady friend bought me Kirby All Star or Kirby Star Allies early in the summer as a joke, but I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> Jokes on her. I finally had time to finish it last week and trade in for Mario Tennis Aces, which so far is fun to play. I was so tempted to get Octo Traveler because the great review guys did, but. Went with the safe choice instead. Might check out, might check it out in the future. I don't know about you guys, but my PS4 is so ready for Spider-Man. I can't wait. I agree with you on yeah. that one. Uh, I'm writing because my birthday is in June. Happy hey, birthday. I'm also in June, baby. Uh, I bought myself <laughs> <June> legend. <laughs> I bought myself legend of Zelda encyclopedia to complete my dark horse set. Highly recommended for any true grand book of the series. I had it in my hand the other day, sir. Ooh. Uh, in the book, it maps out the entire timeline slash history of the Legend of Zelda games, how they fit together with the exception of Breath of the Wild. It's fun and interesting read, but in doing so, I was reminded I never played any of the 3DS Zelda games. Ooh, shame. Oh, there's some good ones, sir. Yeah, shame on you, sir. My question to you there is, in 2018, is it worth spending my precious pound coins to purchase 3DS in a link yes. between worlds. Yes. Jorah's Mass 3D, yes. Triforce Heroes, no. and Ocarina of Time 3D. Maybe. To finally play these games. Part of me feels like the time has passed, but part of me also feel, or has all these items sitting in my quote, save for later Amazon basket. So I wanted to get the expert's opinion. Similarly, Maybe I wait to see if in a year or so Nintendo converts these to Switch or in my dreaming. Dreaming, for sure. Uh, thoughts, feelings, emotions. In other news. News! News! Next month I'm coming home to visit my family in Atlanta. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like we should meet up for this. Uh, I think we and, have to, right? And see some Falcon slash United games. That's like a really weird combo. Atlanta right? United. Falcon, yeah. No, it's not. F First United. We're playing the same F, stadium. F United. Matt or is like, oh, you died for life. <laughs> Gary too. Uh, if you guys happen to meet up in ATL, ooh, that's how he gives his like local street cred, right? Yeah. He's happen to meet up in the ATL or greater metro area, right? Uh, I would love to meet and buy you guys a round or two to say thanks for the great podcast and talk some gaming. He says when he's in town, I'm in town September 15th through the 24th. You have my email. So free, free. Or feel free to feel write, free, 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 uh, to write and let me know 
Thanks for all the good work, gentlemen. As always, game on. Cheers. Game on, good sir. And if these solid email. Yeah, it's a great email. Um, I, I don't, I don't think that at any point a link between worlds is too late to go back to play. You should. That game is a masterpiece. I mean, like the fact that like that we're talking that 3D. When you said like 3DS tiles, I was thinking like, um, God, like Oracle seasons and like things like that. When he, when he says a link between worlds and he hasn't played that, I'm like, or Majora's Mask, which is not even really a 3DS title, but a, you know, Nintendo 64 title. I'm like, no, no, no. You should go back and you should play those. Especially, I would say the big two would be A Link Between Worlds and Majora's Mask. And also Ocarina of Time if you didn't play it back on the N64. Right, John? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think, I mean, I think he indicated he's played these before. So, at least Majora's Mask and Ocarina. I mean, I'd skip them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go buy a system to play these games if you've already played the games. True. Ever writes in. Says hi guys. Hey so, Ever, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. We now know that friend of the show Jeff's nickname is Big Hand Sanders, as it should be. Uh, my question for y'all <laughs> this week: quote What is y'all's nickname? Y'all can't pick Big D Richard because the <laughs> Sean because that's Sean's nickname. Uh, P.S. While 16-bit <laughs> games aren't really oh. my cup of tea when it comes to video games, y'all's discussion of Dead Cells intrigued me enough to keep an eye on it. Once it goes on sale via the PSN store, I'll be sure to snag it. Thanks for the excellent show and game on, guys. Just be careful what reviews you read. Ooh, don't read Beyond. Read ours. Also, don't read Philip Mewson's. Um, I actually read Brandon Tyrell's. I actually liked his review. I thought it was spot on for that game. Um, I thought Phillips was spot on. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. Um, um, my nickname, honestly, ever, I have like He's five, had yeah, I've, I've had so many nicknames. Little Bunny, LB, um, yeah, LB, Little Bunny, uh, Prince Louis. I mean, like junior. things you just, yeah, Junior, <laughs> things you can't even comprehend. Christopher Robin. Yeah, 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 that's another one. Like, I have too many. What do they call you, John? Pookie or some crap? I don't know anything. You do. Yeah, you do. You what, do have a what does your wife call you? Pookie. Yeah. Sometimes Spooky Pookie. Oh. I always put you and Mikey together because you're my two Pookies. <laughs> oh. There it is. It's out in the universe now, guys. Yeah. Here comes the letters. Next up, Matt. <laughs> Thank you, by the way, ever. Thank you. Uh, Matt writes in and says, gentlemen, I think I finally figured out, aside from the cubicle and Jesus clues, the clue put me over the top was your mention that you ate at Barbaritos. You guys must be in around Columbus. Hey, Chris. Yeah. What do you, do you not notice what this means? Yeah, no. <laughs> Off mic. Do you see this? You do, it, see you it, do it. He stops. No, cause uh, I said it. I was like, Chris. Oh, okay. Through a little web research, I discovered it was headquarters. See, you had little faith. I yeah, I did. That. I still have little faith. <laughs> I don't expect you to confirm your place of employment on air, but you could give a thumbs up or wink, wink. If I am correct, that would be super. I will simply say, Matt, <laughs> winky D, wink, no. wink, 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 wink. Here's wink. the thing. Um, <laughs> he says he's, he's been in the, a field of expertise 
uh, were things like that he was bound look, to figure look, out. Look, to be fair, he figured it out. I give him credit. I'm not going to ever say if he's right on air, but I'll just say wink, 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 wink. Yeah, we, we, um, we can give him a winky to And he, he gives some, look, he gives some very direct things <laughs> that very much my friends wanted me to wave off. Um, he, he goes on to talk about fantasy football, Chris. He also says he was a police detective for nine years in Florida, Christ, having solved this. Just say fantasy football. Yeah, he, uh, he says, having this unsolved case in my hands was driving me bananas. Look, Matt, I won't say you're right, but I'll just say winkity wink, 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 wink. Um, fantasy football season is upon us, so I will stop prepping or peppering you guys with emails. Most of my drive time is listening to this podcast and radio, uh, and will be devoted to preparing for drafts and keeping up with NFL fantasy news. That's a good thing to keep up with. I will be sure to free up a couple hours a week to make sure to listen to my three favorite peddlers of something. Uh, peace and love, Matt. Yeah, Matt. Matt, he really hit it. Peace and love. Send a next way. email, Chris. Next email. <laughs> <laughs> A little dead air time. Cow. Cow says, hello, Chris, Sean, and John. He did it on purpose. He Chris. really, you know, he almost hit one of them, though. Shawan. No, the John. No, you. He just put an yeah. extra in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my my name is Cow. I'm going to say it like Cow. <laughs> Cow. And I just wanted to send this email to say thank you. Okay, about what, sir? Last Wednesday, I was taking a test to get a major license in the financial field. I listened to you guys on the way to the test and then passed. See, success. That's why we're better than beyond, John. Uh, about 10 minutes after passing the test, I got a phone call from my mom telling me the unfortunate news that my dad's had cancer or my dad's cancer had come back. That's sad. Sorry about that. Uh, not too many details, but it was a huge mix of emotions and I listened to your podcast to help you use my mind a little bit after getting the news and I never ran into the podcast before, but I feel like you should know. I really appreciate your podcast for being real and not pushing any agendas and keeping it clean as I'm a father and don't want to listen to a bunch of cursing and vulgar content like most gaming podcasts. I uh, thought he was going to say drunk hosts. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Let me tell you something, cat. Uh, the podcast is hand down or hands down my favorite gaming podcast. I just wanted to thank you for being awesome and helping me get through a tough day. P.S. It was the Dead Cells episode and slapped Sean. Still probably spelled wrong for saying he doesn't want to play it. It's awesome. Nine! See, Sean, I'm slapping. I've slapped you. He totally um, slapped me. I did. Hey, I man, did. Um, you? I ain't gonna lie to you, man. That means a lot that, that we, we bring joy to you. And that's, yeah. that's really what we want to do, man. We want really? to bring some jokes. Uh, we want to give you some gaming content and man, thank you so much for writing in. Do it more often, sir. Really sorry you went through some hard days there. Yeah. Yeah. For we, sure, man. We, we, we're with we you, bro. our love. Hope you for the best. Yeah. Wish your dad the best. Hope everything works out. Uh, finally, we got Daniel. Is this a finally? Yeah, it's a finally. Are you sure? Yeah, they are ones like, uh, like not, not, not an actual email, but it's like Amazon going like, let me tell you about this. I got Um, you. So, uh, (laughs) finally we got Daniel who writes in and says, Hey guys, it's Daniel. John, 
John. You hey, Daniel. Daniel. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm oh, back hey, from thanks camp. Thanks for calling us out. Yeah, Appreciate that. Uh, I, I find I find a way. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Been a while. Uh, I can't wait to catch up on the episodes I miss and hope to keep writing you on a weekly basis again. So stay tuned for that. And I'll get serious and delve into animating the short soon. I watched the Doom Eternal reveal at QuakeCon and Camp and me and my buddies were so excited. I DM'd you guys on Twitter and showed some of my drawings I did at camp. Van South Park, The Fractured Butthole last week. That's a great game. And I laughed so hard throughout the credits. I can't wait to get PS4 on Black Friday and play Rosin Zero Dawn, which I tried at my friend's house and loved staying up to, or staying up all night playing it. I also can't wait for Mega Man 11 and other Switch games to come out. So that's all I got right now. <laughs> so talk to you guys later. Peace. Peace. Daniel for New York. Thanks, Daniel. Um, we yeah. miss you, Daniel. We did miss you, and I'll tell you this: I can't wait for you to get a PS4 on Black Friday either. And maybe you and I will start playing Hero um, Horizon Zero Dawn together. Before because <laughs> mine's still unopened as well, my most anticipated <sighs> game of said year. They say it's like, yeah, like you literally have have dipped this game in gold, right? Right. That's what they say. They say it's the great, greatest thing ever. I think it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, Sean, yeah. What do they say on hold Twitter up. about this? Well, hold up, I gotta. I my wife is, uh. Your wife! She's gonna be right here. She didn't believe we were still, re- she barely believed me, but she's I'm like, showing her is video. this really going on right now? This is still really going on. Is this how we keep your marriage <laughs> alive? Is that we like affirm to her that Love this you. is happening? Help me! <laughs> Help me! Um, so let me, yeah, pull up the old Twitters. Okay. So, um, last week when you, obviously we put our things out on Twitter about the episode, what it's gonna be. Um, at Acid Sugar fourteen fourteen, he let Motion at Motion Twin know uh, that we gave them a you know a really good review, a rave review, as he said for Dead Cells. Um, so thank you for that, Acid Sugar. Uh, we appreciate you putting our name out there as we talk about people for stuff that we appreciate. I did give Dead Cells a lot of uh, grief. Um, you really? Should I, I probably should. I should give it a try, maybe. Like, but Jeff, f Jeff that now. game. I'm kidding. Jeff made it to the boss here. Yeah, he was playing a lot. And he was, he was very high on that. So this was, the next one's for John. It's from at, Ooh. uh, David underscore McClendon, uh, at weekly games chat. John, you listen to true crime podcast? Question, question. Uh, what's your favorites? I recommend, uh, up and vanished Atlanta monster and in the dark is a maze balls both seasons. Almost as good as weekly games chat. Chris Shakagan. What's in your podcast playlist? So, John, you answer first if you want to, buddy. Uh, I have also listened to uh, Up and Vanish the first season. Fun fact, that's about Ooh. the uh, Tara Grinstead case. She was a former beauty queen. She disappeared. She was the uh, she was the GBI's largest unsolved case file. The uh, she she uh, she disappeared in Osceola, Georgia. I was born in Osceola, Georgia. Oh, anyway. Other than that, I found uh, Paul. Wait, Payne. Payne Lindsay. Uh, he's a little pretentious, if you ask me. That's a good word. He's. Uh, I mean, the one of the u- unique things about Up and Vanished is the case got solved during the the the, the recording of the podcast. Oh, that makes that like really yeah. fun to and, listen and, to. And Payne Lindsay took all the credit you can imagine 
from that. And maybe he deserves a lot. I mean, he did get the community talking about it again. He got interest peaked about it and the case broke while he was filming it. I don't know mm. realistically how much he can take, but he's milking it for all it's worth. And another season's coming up. He's a, he's just a bit arrogant. Yeah. But the but overall the podcast is really good. Mm. It sparked a connection with me because I'm from that area originally. Uh, another podcast I listen to is Sword and Scale. It's a Did he say that? I uh, know. Okay. It's an episodic podcast. In other words, every week is a different case. It's not an unsolved case. It just tells you uh, its tagline is um, Sword and Scale, where we show you that um, the what is it? The worst monsters are real. And so he 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 covers all kinds of horrific cases of of things that people have done that are you know awful things, but they're very interesting because it's you know. It's true crime, and I'm into that. But Sword and Scale is a great podcast. But yeah, oh, you're not going to mention Serial? Uh, Serial, at, at a point in time, that that podcast was solid. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, Serial is like one of the biggest hits ever. Ever. In podcasting, yeah. So, yeah. so as far that was really the only one I got into as far as that. Um, I do listen. Um, it's a sad thing for me to um, only because of how far this thing has gone. Um, Opie of Opie and Anthony. He has a podcast now. It's called Opie Radio. I love it. Um, but Opie and Anthony don't get along anymore. Yeah. Uh, Opie's hated by almost everybody, apparently. And it's just sad being a fan of that particular show. Like I just, dude, I spent so many hours and years of my life listening to that radio show. That's fair. Um, at Big Griff writes in. Oh, okay. Don't oh, ask Chris. Me why I, <laughs> well, I mean, cool. what do you got, Chris? Um, good. I at listen- Big Griff writes in. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, I've said what my gaming podcasts are that I listened yeah. to week to week last week. Someone asked us about that, but, uh, other things I listen to, I do listen to things like serial. Um, the, I guess anything from American life, that's like true crime. I usually listen to. Yeah. But, uh, on side of, right. <laughs> on side of that, um, things I listen to weekly probably wouldn't interest you unless you're, an analytical person. I listen to a lot of 538's podcasts, which is, Boo. yeah, it's about, <laughs> it's about statistical probabilities and numbers with politics and polling. Um, the other big one I listen to on a weekly basis is the political gap fest, which is like, Boo. take three random <laughs> topics going on in politics and, and they talk about them. So if you don't like those things, you probably won't like the podcast, but they're out there. I think they're interesting. Um, up to you if you listen. At Big Griff writes in. <laughs> Apparently Sean doesn't listen. <laughs> At Weekly Games Chat. I don't know if another 2D game is too much, but you all would like Death's Gambit. I've heard this. Is it 2D Dark Souls? Unashamedly so. Is it awesome? Yes. So you said you've heard of this, huh? I have heard of this. I haven't paid too much attention to it, but I have heard of Death's Gambit. Um, can't uh, say... Uh, I think it's got a mixed reception when I check the ratings. So I can only play so much is the way I can say it. Um, this, so this next one rules, um, at crypto Weston was replying to at moon crypto. And the, oh. the tweet said, if you're into gaming, the guys over at weekly games chat have a great one. Rooster teeth Thank podcast you. is classic. 
Crypto the Wonder Dog is my favorite crypto related one though. So we got mentioned in him replying to someone else. And I know all of us here really thank you guys for really pointing that out and sending people our way. Cause without you guys, we're just talking to dead air and one day we would never be here again. Cause we'd realize that, um, going to follows real quick. We're going to give a follow back to at Eli underscore Milne. Thank you so much for the follow following you back. And we got a follow from at goods underscore health. Thank you so much for the follow following you back again. If you ever want to be a part it. of the follows and mentions and, conversation we have over on the twitter um chris where where do they find that at you can find us on both facebook and twitter at weekly games chat uh you can also write your thoughts in as i said before to weekly game chat at gmail.com if you like the show subscribe to us on whatever <laughs> podcast service you want i've i've realized in this past week that apparently a lot of people that didn't know don't use iTunes podcast. They, they use our other services and I love those services just as much as I love iTunes. We just say it cause people know it, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, Where, but, but you do say wherever you get it. Yeah. Wherever you get it. I don't care. What I care about is that you subscribe to us. Um, if you like us and I can guarantee this, if you, whoa, that's yeah, fine. It's okay. Okay. Um, if you like us, you can get a new episode if you subscribe to us every Wednesday. Might not always hey. be out at midnight, but for the most part, we do put it out at midnight. It, and, and it's eleven oh seven. It's uh, a, yeah, it's eleven oh seven. I don't think you've ever got a more fresher version of this show. Yeah, in in uh, recent episodes, we're trying. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if you subscribe to us, you'll get a new episode every week. Um, if you like us, you've already rate us. This. You've already sold this. I haven't said this part. Um, if you like us, rate us and five stars or whatever, 10 stars, whatever the top thing Spread is. Spread the love. If you like Thank us, you. give it the top love. If you don't like us, obviously you take whatever the top score is and you take subtract. two, d- double it and stuff. Yeah. You subtract one. That's, that's fair, right, John? John is nodding that this is fair. It's our bedtime to Chris. say terribleness is equal to nine out of 10. See, it stinks, right, John? Yeah. Your fingertips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode 167 of Weekly Game Chat. Of what? Weekly Game Chat. That's not what you said, but it's probably fine. Oh, he gives go- a two-syllable word of five syllables. A woogie woogie chat. But, but, boogity, I give boogity, it, boogity. <laughs> but I give it all the love it deserves. Yeah, you do. That's the important thing. No, no. Um, until <laughs> next time, yep. I will say, game on, Sean. Game on, Christopher Robin. That's fine. Uh, game on, John. A game on, Chris and Sean. Game on, Pookie Bear. Your mom's fine. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Uh, okay.